Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Tabua. Tabua. Aub. What about Aub? Safula. Cool, neat story. Was that supposed to be funny? There's local politics, bud. Don't go over the rules. It'll take forever. Let's just get to the draft. Let's get the pumping. I got a little taco meat on my chest. It's going to be fun. We, we, in the, we in the fig. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm going to be screaming, too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. You ready for this? <laughs> I am. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, August is here. It is time to talk football here on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch us on Facebook Live and YouTube if you have a question for the Pirate players that will be joining us in the Delcor Players Lounge. You can dump your questions in on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, we will ask those uh, to the guys we're going to talk to on today's show because the Delcor Players Lounge is back and let me run down the roster for today's program. Coming up at around 3.30, we'll talk to East Carolina speedster Keaton Mitchell. At 3.45, Pirates linebacker Miles Berry. At 4 o'clock, we'll welcome in ECU tight end Ryan Jones to the Players' Lounge. Isaiah Winstead, new East Carolina wide receiver, joins us at around 4.20. At 4.40, we'll talk to local product and Pirate Russian Jeremy Lewis. At 5 o'clock, East Carolina running back Rajay Harris. And around 5.20 or so, Xavier Smith, the Pirates linebacker, will be with us on the Delcor Players' Lounge. It is back for another year, and we are starting today because the Pirates begin fall practice this week. Shirley Rhodes is here, the Chan Man. Chandler Honeycutt here. Troy D. to my left. Troy, welcome to August. Clip, man, great to be here with you. Very exciting. Football officially starts for us today as we report today with everyone has reported <laughs> everyone has reported players lounge kicking it off for 2022 and what an awesome lineup you just had so excited to talk to these guys each and every week about ecu football really a peek behind the curtain if you will what's going on with the players perspective on things and uh, honestly who knows this better than what's going on than the players yeah so that's i mean i like talking to the coaches too but uh something different from hearing from the guys that are actually on the field and we're gonna kick it off with the quarterback holden aylers joins us for another year here on the Delcor Players Lounge, and he joins us to kick off today's program on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Holt, how you doing, man? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. You sound uh, chipper, ready to go. You excited uh, to get back to practice this week? Heck yeah, I can't wait. Uh, you know, camp's always fun in a way, I guess. Um, it's, it's fun to start, but then, you know, kind of once you get into it, it, it sucks. But, I mean, it's football season, and that's what we work all year for. So, it's excited to get back, and, you know, it's one day closer to September 3rd. So, yeah, we're pumped. Holding this, Troy, as you know, this is your final camp for ECU. This is it. So you kind of really go into it this year a little bit different, just trying to soak up everything to know that, hey, this is the the swan song, so to speak. Uh, that I, I forget what the term was. Your dad put out a message out there. It wasn't the last, maybe the last ride or something. I can't remember. But it really did kind of have that feel that, hey, this is it for you. And how much do you now like cherish those moments knowing that everyone is the, the last time you'll do something? Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, it does make you kind of cherish it just a little bit more. Even the stuff that is hard and you kind of don't look forward to, like the conditioning test, for example, this summer was something that all year you're like, I mean, this no one really looks forward to it. And then when I was done, 
Um, Big John was like, you know, Holton, you'll never have to do that again. I was like, well, crap, man. You know, it kind of sucks now. Um, so, I mean, just, just stuff like that I'll enjoy and learn to cherish. But at the same time, I mean, I've been here long enough to where, I mean, I know how things work and, you know, seeing guys come and go. So, um, I know your, your time here isn't going to last forever, so just enjoying it while I can and, you know, making the most of it. How much is chemistry this year with the receivers that you guys have? Because that's so important for you with timing and everything else. How much time will you spend? You've got some new guys that are on the squad this year in the receiving core, and you've got some familiar faces. How much time will you build trying to work on that chemistry and that timing with them? Oh, a ton. I mean, that's probably the most important thing um, on my list going into the camp is, you know, timing with the receivers and you know, just figuring out where they want the ball, how they like certain routes, just just little things like that that a lot of people may not notice, um, but they would notice it if, if we didn't do it, if we didn't work on it. So, I mean, it is – it's exciting for me just because we do got so many new faces and we got some guys coming back. I mean, we're super talented, probably the most talented receiver group I've had and, and deep re- receiving group that I've had in a really long time here. So it's exciting to see those guys work and, I mean, kind of see, see how fall camp goes and then going into the season. Holden Naylor's joining us. Holden, what, what are the the days like for you? You say it's brutal, it's going to be hot, there's a lot of conditioning. Like what percent of fall camp before you really get into NC State is conditioning to say team you know one-on-one team on team good on good you know what ha- break down a, a camp day for us how different is it than a say a in in game uh in season practice and a spring practice yeah camp is just all about um i mean kind of one good versus good is what we call it, just starters versus starters and then twos versus twos kind of um and so forth but yes yeah, just a lot of focus on ourselves uh we don't necessarily go out there and line up and condition once we get into camp, but I mean, when you're out there from 9 a.m. to 12 to 12 o'clock, I mean, that's enough conditioning itself with how hot it is and with full pads. So um, we, it's the, the practices are brutal, honestly. I mean, that's just that's what gets you ready for the season, though, and that's what kind of makes camp special in a way is um, you know just getting through that month of grueling practices with that heat that you have. And I mean, everyone knows that 12 o'clock game and game one is going to be as hot as any game that anyone's really been to um so i mean we just got to get ourselves prepared for that and kind of just get through it um to prepare ourselves yeah you said it there you're gonna be doing some natural uh conditioning out there with the elements and we talked to steve shankweiler on the show on friday and he was talking about you know bailey malavik has done a good job to get his weight up noah henderson doing a great job with his body to keep his weight where he needs it to but so everybody's different but with a guy like bailey and and you then there's other guys like this maybe yourself included you can lose weight during the these camp days right so how do you make sure that you're doing enough to uh you know not lose that body that mass that you put together this offseason yeah that is it i mean you make a great point there that's something that um, the trainers do a really good job of keeping up with. I mean, we weigh in as soon as we get into the facility in the morning around, you know, six thirty in the morning. And then as soon as we finish up our practice and shower, we go and immediately weigh ourselves again. So they're always keeping an eye on that. Um, if you drop a certain amount percentage of, of body weight, um, they're on to you for the rest of the day and continue. So, I mean, they have protocol in place to make sure that you don't lose too much weight. But I mean, I've heard guys lose up to, you know, 18 pounds in a practice before, during camp just of just straight water weight and sweat so um i mean they they feed us really well i mean that kind of sounds crazy um for how big some of these guys are but i mean we get the most food we probably get fed is is during this time just because i mean we're out there i mean like i said people lose 18 20 pounds during our practice i mean that's unheard of in a way um so i mean they feed us really well 
almost too much, but you, you kind of got to in that situation. And I got a call. You think we should go out there one day? I would a love quick to. Twenty, actually, I would. Damn. Hold on, I don't know how long I could make it, but I would. It sounds like a great workout plan. Actually, yeah, I'd probably tap out after this, one pound. I'm trying. Right these last fifteen are really tough to lose. I'm trying to burn about 10, 15 more pounds. So maybe if uh, coach would let me come out for camp for a month. Yeah. For real. Uh, I've got a, a copy of the schedule for the preseason camp, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why I was taking a look at it. First of all, it takes it's most it's a lot like an NFL schedule in the fact. First of all, all this happens while school is not in, so you're right now until uh, really the first week of preseason of, of normal, you know, season opener type of stuff, regular season practice. I guess is what I'm trying to say. There's no school involved, so you're 100% dedicated to football. There's no other distractions. You guys only get three days off during the whole entire, just about the whole month of August. You only get three days off. Um, so it's something every single day. And a guy like you, Holton, i got to imagine, even if you're off on a Sunday, you might be a guy that's in there looking at tape and still working. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, the days off, a day off there in camp is waking up, going to church, go, watching film, getting PT, um, I mean, having having meetings and then getting off about 7 p.m. at night. So I wouldn't really call it much of an off day. But, I mean, our off days were the last 10 days. We get 10 days off right before camp. And, I mean, that's kind of the last time we'll have actual kind of time away from football really until the end of the year, um, until the season's done with. But, I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Kind of like you said, I mean, I love watching film. I love being around the facility, being around the guys and, you know, this team's so close that a bunch of us are already best friends anyway. We came in together and have, you know, changed this thing together to where, I mean, we, even when we're not, um, you know, necessarily at football, we're still around each other and still talking and stuff. So, I mean, that's just, that's kind of what is cool about this team is we're so close that it really doesn't matter if we're there or not. We're still going to be around each other. Yeah, I, I could tell the, the camaraderie you guys had just when y'all were in the studio here um, a couple weeks ago. We were all together and doing uh, some photos and stuff and reading some liners. Uh, you, you guys all seem to get along great. Yeah, we definitely do. And that's what's special, not only about this team, but in college football in general. I mean, anytime you, you get through what you get through in the offseason with these guys and even getting through fall camp, I mean, you're going to be close with them by the end of it just for how much you're with them. And, I mean, a lot of this team is fifth-year guys or fourth-year guys that have been through kind of a lot you know with this program and, and learning how to change it learning how to win with coach houston so um anytime you've been through that type of stuff with the type of guys that we have i mean you're going to be close holden Naylor's joining us holden uh you've been in school longer than i was almost at this point at east carolina that's saying something uh, yeah no doubt and uh, i got a question from john moody regarding class but before i ask his question uh what what is your your class schedule like at this point in your your schooling career college career what what kind of classes are you taking this semester yeah so now i'm just taking um entrepreneurship classes i'm just kind of taking classes they're not going to go towards a degree or anything it's just kind of me to to learn a little bit just from built one broken and that's just a i can pretty much take any classes i want to now it's more about just passing classes to be eligible um i've already graduated so now i'm just kind of taking classes to to play football to be honest with you so um most of my classes is most of my my time's going towards football but the little time that i do have i'm taking some entrepreneurship classes that that's smart about that yeah, yeah that's smart good for folks that know you already have your degree so you're you know you're just taking classes to stay eligible and i i was just curious because it's been a while since i was at ecu but when i was at ecu i loved taking electives because those you could choose what you wanted to take and in the uh this counted as a pe class it was bowling and there was bowling lanes at the bottom of mendenhall i know they've done away like with mendenhall or whatever but do they still offer 
bowling as a class at East Carolina because that was one of my favorite courses ever. Oh, yeah, that's one of the most popular summer classes for football players is bowling. Um, I've took I've took some crazy ones. I've took dog walking before um, as an elective. Wait, 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 wait. They have dog walking <laughs> as a class? Yeah, every uh, – or they did when I was a freshman. This must be new because if it was available, I would have taken that. What an awesome class. How do they t- – what do you actually learn in that class? Like how to pick up po- dog poop? So it's – I don't know if that's necessarily the name of it. I, I, it's something weird like that, but you, you go every um, – it's kind of cool. You go every Friday during the summer to go walk the dogs at the Humane Society. Oh, that's cool. Um, and help around there and stuff, yeah. And then you have class – like during the summer, we'd have class like once a week otherwise during that. So I'm sure Carolina Barstool is listening to this right now. is going to be posting all about that. <laughs> well, on the flip side of that, uh, Holden – Hey, John- at, least, at least it's a real class, unlike some of the fake classes over there. <laughs> yeah, you had to show up. John uh, John says, what was your hardest class at East Carolina? Who, my hardest class? Um, shoot, probably uh, accounting. I changed my major because I, I, I took one week of accounting and Lee Workman, which y'all probably know. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've known him forever because his son played with my brothers growing up. And um, – he, uh, his wife taught accounting, so I was like, you know what, this is going to be good because I know the teacher. I've always heard it was hard. Um, wait one second. My dog just got loose. Oh, oh <laughs> not a very good dog walker. No, thank God he took that class. <laughs> well, let's see. Maybe, maybe it needs to be dog chasing class. <laughs> All right, we're on a brief hold here while Holt Naylor gets this his dog. Good conditioning. Yeah. Chasing how, your dog. How fast is his speed this year? Yeah. In this heat, she's fast. She's running. No, I got her. Um, All right. <laughs> are you? Hold on. Let's hey, Miles sure. Barry just walked in. Do you need Miles to go help you get your dog? <laughs> Wait, we got an issue. Right, is the dog okay? First of all, because a lot of people are more worried about the dog than you holding. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to get her. She's fine. You sure? Do you need us to let you focus on that for a minute? Um, no, I think I got her. All right, I don't want to be blamed for something happening Boy, this is to Holton's dog. Live is, radio, right? Yeah, here. this is incredible, right here. Give us the play-by-play. What happened? How'd she get loose? I was letting her out through my backyard because we just got back from the beach, and she took off. So now she's sitting on someone's front porch that I don't (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should uh, wrap this thing up, but Holton. No, I got her. Um, Sorry about that. So, yeah, but, yeah, accounting was my hardest class. I changed my major. What a pro. I thought it. So I was like, yeah, this class is – it's, I heard accounting was terrible, and then I knew the teacher, though, and going into my first test, I was like, you know what? Like, I kind of understand this stuff, and I took the test, felt good about it, and I got the grade back, and I had a 49, and I was like, yeah, accounting's not for me, so I changed my major to communications after that. <laughs> yeah, yikes. And Clip, you know how guys, uh, you know, they're quarterback under a lot of pressure. They got, you know, 300-pound guys chasing after them, trying to kill You could tell. Holton is cool under pressure. Continues the radio interview while he goes to chase his dog down. Yeah, that was impressive. Across the grid right now. Sorry about that. That is impressive. That shows me you are you are game ready. <laughs> Nothing faces this guy. Um, glad that. What's the dog's name? Wrigley. I'm a Cubs fan, so I named her Wrigley. All right. What type of dog is it? While we're talking dogs, she's a she's a husky mix. I rescued her. Um, Two years ago, during my sophomore year, I rescued her, and I've, I've had her since. That's awesome. There you go. What a great story. God, the guy does a rescue dog. I mean, his stock just continues to go up, Clip, with this. <laughs> Holden, have you uh, you seen any supernatural creatures like Bigfoot lately? I know that that happened to you years ago. But, uh, 
Yeah, I have. Uh, I've seen two Bigfoot in my life, and uh, there's probably probably one of the only few people on the planet who's actually seen them and not lied about it. Wait, where was this? I thought you were joking with Clip. No, there was this like a photo real? of it or something. <laughs> tell tell me the quick story on this. So uh, I was driving home from practice one day, and I live in Grindland. Um Like my mom lives in Grindland. So I was driving home from high school practice one day, and I looked to the left, and I was like, good Lord, that's a big bear. Um, and But one was walking on one was walking on two legs, and one was walking on all four. And I was like, these things are huge. And then the one that was on all four stood up and started walking like a human. And I was like, hold up, wait a second. So I pulled over. I took a video, took a picture. They're real sketchy, just like about every other Bigfoot picture and video you've ever seen. Um, and then so then I called my buddy who has a sniper, and, and he was going to come and shoot him. So we became famous for Bigfoot. But by the time he got there, it was dark. So, <laughs> got away. so there was like you you think you might have seen a legit bigfoot in the grimesland area one oh i know i did 100 <laughs> now was it a bear that was maybe just walking on its hind legs no absolutely not the picture that i have if you zoom in on it it's just, it, his walking form is the same exact walking form as the famous bigfoot book. can you text this to me uh, can you send this to me i'd love to see this oh absolutely yeah Oh my gosh, what a incredible like what if there literally was a Bigfoot right here in eastern North Carolina? You should <laughs> si- sign an NIL deal with National Enquirer. They would love to publish that, that photo. That's incredible. I, I tried to send the uh, the pictures and the videos. I tried to email it all the Bigfoot shows. Those shows are fake. They don't want to find a real Bigfoot because they'd have been in Groms on this uh <laughs> That's amazing. I gotta see this old yeah. that is incredible. What a story. Oh, <laughs> all right. I don't know if we can top that clip. Yeah, losing the dog, the Bigfoot, seeing Bigfoot. And by the way, we have talked to Holden like four times this summer, so all of our questions I know. are kind of out of the way. We've at this covered point. enough football. This is a lot more interesting. <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> more eventful. Yeah. All right, Holden, we got uh, your buddy Keaton Mitchell of Miles Berry on deck. Man, this is going to be a, a stacked and packed hour right here. What a way to kick off the Players' Lounge. But uh, enjoy the rest of your time off, which is quickly winding down today as you report officially tomorrow, 9.40 a.m. Practice gets underway. We hope you have a great year, and we'll talk with you next week. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. See you all soon. All, all right. right. See you, Holden. Holden Aylers talking football and Bigfoot. What a story. Yeah. Yeah, and I what? remember that. And how about, like, could you run down your dog while you're doing a live radio interview? And are stay you, composed? Is this a rhetorical no, I'm saying question, I or are you asking me? I know you couldn't. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't ask rhetorical. questions you know the answer yeah. to. So, yeah, that was pretty. And he came back and talked. You know, yeah. a little shortness of breath at times, but that's like he's in the huddle, right? right. He's still calling out plays yeah. and signals. and This is like the perfect two-minute drill, except you're going after your dog instead of trying to score. Good stuff. All right. Uh, when we return, Keaton Mitchell, Miles Perry, the Delcor Players Lounge rolls on here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Looking forward to catching up with those guys when we return after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006 and are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Shirley, Dolphins fan. I said last week I'm starting to fall in love with the Dolphins. I'm in a slow draft, a fantasy football draft that started last night, earlier mm-hmm. today. What does that mean? Slow that means draft. we, uh, you know, instead of getting together and drafting or either doing it online all at uh-huh. one time, we're making our picks at our own pace. Oh, okay. So, so it could take a couple weeks. Could take a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. We still got plenty of time. Is there a time limit? Like you have a, like a nah, day to pick? Or? That we would prefer you do it within 24 hours, okay. but we're not, uh, until we get in mid August, we're not going to press it. <laughs> Slow draft. A lot of jokes I could use there, but I'll hold off. All right. Uh, thank you for that. But uh, second round today took Tyreek Hill. So I'm um, right. practicing what I preach with the dolphins this year we welcome in speaking of speedsters yes keaton mitchell uh east carolina running back who joins us keaton uh, who's your favorite nfl team my favorite i go with baltimore only because my dad played with them oh okay well that there's a connection right there uh so when did your uh who's your father when did he play in the nfl he played from 2001 to 08 uh he won the first super bowl with the baltimore ravens they first super bowl he played with Jacksonville Jaguars. He played with the Bengals. And he played with the, um, I want to say some overseas team. Okay. Uh, fire or something. something the like Rain that. Fire or whatever. In the something NFL like Europe. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. NFL yeah. Europe. Yeah, that's what it is. Good deal. Good deal. So it's in the blood, football oh, yeah. is. My uh, mom played football too. <laughs> the whole family. Yeah. Good stuff. So are you ready to get back going or do you wish you had another week or two off here for summer? I'm ready to get back going. I've been dreaming for football for like three nights straight. I can't stop thinking of it. So, so like literally you've had dreams of playing football. Yes. <laughs> waiting to play football yes that's all, all what do those dreams consist of just curious like just like real live game coming out the tunnel but it's like mixtures like i'm on the team with my friends from back home so like we all yeah. playing like, <laughs> college football together you know just regular game live situation so so we know you're physically ready you're mentally ready now too if you're yes. already dreaming about yes. it so uh, it all gets underway start tomorrow as you report to camp, uh, what are your expectations going into this year? You know, th- people are really high on Keaton Mitchell. They're, they are like, man, uh, they're expecting big things out of you. What are you expecting out of you? Uh, I'm expecting uh, big things too. Like, I'm like, we always preach 1% better, but like this year I'm trying to get 1% better, rush more than I did last year, try not to miss no pass, no blitz uh, pickups. So get better on that. Just like be a better leader vocal leader um you know a lot of people looking up to me um and yeah that's it really Keith, this is your first time with us uh here in studio on, oh, yes, on pirate radio it's great to have you by the way a part of our players lounge uh with the guys this season we're really looking forward to you being part of our team here at pirate radio let's learn a little bit about you how when you first started playing football how you caught the fever and then how you got ended up getting recruited at east carolina you, you know your journey that led you uh here to greenville okay so I was always in football, you know, pops played in the league. So I started playing football when I was six years old. 
um, in Locust Grove, Georgia. Um, that was my first year. I ain't never played flag football. I went straight into contact. Before I played football, though, I was in soccer. I was a soccer kid. Were you good at soccer? Track. Oh, yeah. 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 You've been USA a soccer star team, USA team, everything. But, nah, um, I got recruited. My junior year, my first offer was from ECU. Um, Coach Lynch, she was recruiting me big, calling me in class, like, ask the teacher, can you come outside, talk to me? Like, I'm in class, Coach. But, uh, yeah, talking to him, talking to Big Houston. Um, they called me every day, like, wasn't no school calling me every day, so I looked at ECU like, dang, that's the number one school on the board. Um, when I got up here, it was like a college town, a lot of fans talking to me. I was like, dang, I'm really, like, this something I could be a part of. So um, I got into that, and I committed, and here I am. The rest right is history. Yes, sir. Uh, you got a lot of uh, football fans. You yourself became a huge baseball fan this oh, yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you? Uh, how did all of that come about? Because you became a big hit as ECU's number one fan during that run there. So I always like. So my best friend, he he go to Georgia Tech now. Like he was a big baseball guy. He was the number one shortstop in Georgia. Uh, so I went to his game, but I ain't really know what was going on. So I was like, man, this thing boring. <laughs> so. I I went to uh, one ECU game with my friends. I think we were playing Houston, and like he was telling me what was going on. I caught on. I found it interesting. Um, I just started going. Like the fans, they was into it. I was into it, and it was fun. Them boys good. It good. <laughs> and man. get gone. The, oh, yeah, the, the get, get gone, gone phrase. Yes, yeah, where'd that come from? I just said it. <laughs> That's kind of your thing now, ain't it? Oh yeah, yeah get gone. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark yeah. that. Oh, yeah. put, put it on a t shirt. Yes, hey, we, we talking Mike. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Told That'd be a cool shirt. We're going to yeah. lay low with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was awesome, man. And I, I think it's cool. Uh, you know, just because they had a good year doesn't mean the football team will, but just all that synergy together. I mean, it, it's got to only be a positive thing for everybody. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, I hope they come to our games, show the same support, you know. ECU, like all the athletes, we all together. So they come out to the game, show they support. We come out to the game, show they support. Basketball, too, any other sport. So, yeah. You're still relatively a young guy. You know, yes, still got um, you know plenty of time left here at East Carolina, but you, you've come in with a big splash and, you know, made yourself known in a hurry. And one of those kind of players that people want to see, hey, anything could happen at okay. any time when he touches the ball. What. <clears throat> What are you guys working on What uh, from the running back perspective? What do you think you need to improve on the most? Or what do you guys were gonna, you think you, you want to work on the most going into this preseason camp this year? Um, one thing we're going to work on is like pre, like our pre-reads, like looking at the defense, knowing what's going on. Uh, something I don't want, I want to work on uh, this preseason fall camp uh, is my pass blocking. You know, everybody look at me like a small back, but if I can pass block then – like I don't gotta work on running the ball. That's right. That's natural. So, but um, pass blocking that's a big thing that I gotta work on. Picking up the pass block, blocking linebackers, blocking DNs if I got to. You know, just protecting Holton. Cause if he got time, then the re- with the receivers we got now, it's gonna be dangerous. It opens up holes for you guys. Oh, yes, sir. If they gotta back off to cover receivers, it helps yeah. the running game. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mike Houston said on Friday, it had to remind everybody there's only one ball to go around because oh, yes, there's sir. a lot of talent. <laughs> 
Uh, so you yourself, and, and man, the coaches did a great job, I thought, last year, splitting time with you and Rajay at running back. Exactly. Almost equal touches, equal oh, plays, yeah. things like that. I know sometimes you're probably frustrated, like, let me get back in. Other times you're probably glad to get a breather. But, man, that really works out when you got a two-headed monster back there. Oh, right? yeah. Me and Rajay, you know, we – We've been to each other from track, so our bond is, like, real tight. So, But, no, nah, I'm never frustrated. Like, if I'm in, I come out, should I know he finna go eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the, the type of connection we got. So, like, when I'm in, he cheering me on. When he in, I'm cheering him on. Like, if we both need help, we'll help each other. Um, like, we both see something in the game. Like, I tell him, look, this right here, do this, and then this open up. And, like, he'll tell me the same thing, and that's how – we build our connection, you know. That's how we build our connection on the field, and that's why we're so good together. Yeah, I mean, really true teammates. Yes, sir. Yeah, Keaton, when did you know that you were faster than 90% of the public that are living and breathing? I don't know. Like, all right, so high school, I ain't really, like, never really knew I was this fast because, like, I had a hip flexor issue. Like, I popped my hip flexor doing track um, my sophomore year. Yeah, my sophomore year, so, like, every time I break, it's stride most of the time. Like, But now I'm healthy, I'm good. So I really find out App State game, like, the angles. Like, <laughs> yep. like dang. Like, dang. The, uh, what, the 40 is kind of the gold standard of time. What's your fastest 40 time? 431. Hmm. Yeah. And what, yeah. Was, what was the game where, like, you, you were you down the sideline and was it the – Oh, the deuces. The, the deuces, yeah. Do they the coaches not like that anymore, or are they? They don't like it, but uh, I don't even know how to explain. <laughs> so, like when you're doing that, and I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It was right in front of where I was sitting. Yeah. Um, what what is what's going through your? Is it like later, or what are you like? What's going through your? What's mind? going through my yeah. mind when I break and I see I'm way past the last dude on the defense? Either I'm thinking of the celebration I'm finna do, <laughs> or Midway, should I wave? Should I throw the peace sign up? But the peace sign came. The wave came against Marshall when I broke. Uh, folks was lit about that. Uh, uh, the game, the home game, when I threw the peace sign up, Yeah. coach told me don't do it no more because we're going to get flags. Then when CJ broke, Charger Southern, when CJ broke, he threw the peace sign. I was like, okay, then. Yeah. We scoring, why? You know what I'm saying? But, I hope we're seeing a lot of peace signs this year, Clip. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> a lot of breakaways. Who uh, who can contest you when in the speed department on this football team? On this team? Yeah. Josiah Hatfield. Yeah. Kerry King. Jalen Johnson. Uh, All receivers. Uh, yeah. But, nah. The, the, uh, no DBs are catching you on the ECU team? No. <laughs> okay. One on will argue with you, Duke. Yeah. You know, how he get. You know, he think he fast. He swear he 4-2. But, nah, Josiah Hatfield, he pretty fast. He up there. Okay. So, do, you, do you get the point where, hey, you've reached your max speed and all you can do is just maintain it? Like, how do you – or, is, you know, at some point you can only run so fast and you're one of the fastest guys I've ever seen. What are you doing to try? Like, what do you do to try and get faster? Because I know you want to be faster, even though you, you might have already, you might hit the ceiling at some. You're point. You're talking about like mid run, like yeah, like speed in the game. Yeah, just pure speed. Like, what do you? What do you? Do you? Tr- is it just God given, or you're working on things to try and get you faster? Well, mostly God given, but like you can train to get faster, like your turnover, quick twitch muscles. But like, I ain't really working my speed in so long. But it's just natural. Yeah, natural. Yeah. 
but I worked on my speed this summer. We're gonna see what, what coach you say? You can't can't coach speed. You either have speed. it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. How about as far as ball security? What kind of drills are you going through in the off season at practice to hold on to the football? Oh, uh, um, we do a couple of drills. Some drills we'll do um, with a linebacker holding on to it, trying to rip the ball out one hand, um, and really just hold tight. We got a I don't know what Coach Foster call it, but I know it about a Barry Sanders drill where we put our hand down, run, stand up, and then punch it out. But really. Most just hang tight to the ball. Um, ball over chest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type deal. Speaking of Barry Sanders, who are your uh, favorite current and all-time running backs? Uh, Chris Johnson. I was actually texting Chris Johnson the other day. but uh, Y'all got Chris a relationship? Johnson, he a fan yeah, of yours? That's cool. Yeah, we yeah. cool. We touch bases sometimes. ask him some questions. But Chris Johnson, LaDainian Thomason, Deshaun McCoy, Reggie Bush, like – just guys that I can compare myself to but a dude that I you know I say Marshawn Lynch when I was little I like dang that dude he's different yeah you've ran over a few guys too you can bring out the power if you need to right yeah if I got to can't be scared (laughs) don't let the size fool you oh yeah yeah yeah. Keaton Mitchell joining us Keaton what are these uh, these next couple weeks Uh, you're excited I've also heard other guys say it's pretty grueling so what are these next weeks like for you as you're uh, out in that hot sun? Uh, straight competition, you know. My spot never solidifies, so straight competition, um, developing the team, chemistry. Um, but it's going to be hell, like 90 degrees, full pass, getting after it, offense versus defense. Defense going to bring the energy for sure. They always bring the energy. It's like their energy is crazy, like. And we ain't got no choice but to uh, match it, so it's going to be straight bump uh, all weeks, all three, four weeks. So it should be fun, though. And you said something there, your spot in solidified, and it would uh, we'd assume Keaton Mitchell to be there, game one, ready to go. But we know about Rajay. We yeah. heard a lot about Gunn at oh, running yeah, back. Uh, Camaro is yeah. – uh, so you got a very talented backfield there. Oh, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole run, we stacked. Uh, we good. Just got to pull them boys along, you know what I'm saying? Uh, getting them boys ready to go. Like, high school, that's that's done for. We're in college now. Big boy ball, but, yeah. <laughs> ECU football running back Keaton Mitchell joining us here in studio as we kick off the Players' Lounge for this season. And, uh, Keaton, as we get to know you during the year, uh, what about off the field? Like, what, what are some of your favorite hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not playing football? I play the game. I play the game with my girl play Fortnite. Uh, other than that, I'm playing the game with the boys or trying to play basketball. You know, not a, my point shot guard? not really there, but <laughs> point guard, yeah, I pass the ball. Yeah, and play defense. I got to get my shot right, though. <laughs> <laughs> and what, uh, what are your favorite, like, what would be your favorite TV show or favorite movie? TV show? Um, right now, I'm watching All American. Um, what's it called? On Netflix? Yeah. I'm trying to think of that show. I've seen it. I think um, it is called like All American or something. Yeah, it's another yeah. one though. When the little girl knows bleed, which one that is? <laughs> is that uh, your show? Stranger Things. Stranger oh, Things. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's popular yeah, I'm right watching now. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching that. All right, so that's the show. What about your favorite? Are you big into movies at all or not? Movies, kinda. Every time I gotta go back with the Throwback Friday here and there. <laughs> yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. I like it. Uh, let's see. Question from. Uh, 
Chad, let's see. Uh, oh, that's stupid. Uh, how about this one? Uh, how many third graders could you take on at one time on the playground? As many as you can bring. Okay. Uh, Unlimited amount of third graders yeah. you could you could handle them? Yeah. How about uh, what's your hardest class you've taken so far? My hardest class? Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Okay, so math don't count because I'm not a big math guy. But uh, <laughs> I'm with you there. Kinesiology. Uh, I struggle with mm. that. So, so what's mm. your major? Sports studies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd struggle saying that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the good. first part. Yeah. Oh, you're better than I am. Trying not to stutter with that one. <laughs> good stuff. What, what about your uh, playlist for like game day? Do you have like a? Oh, I got to throw a little baby in there. Little baby. Right. J Cole, ease the mind with J Cole. Uh, Meek Mill sometimes. Uh, I don't listen to young boy. I don't know why people listen to him. Nah, little baby J Cole and Meek Mill. That's right. really it. Yeah. Keaton Mitchell joining us today, getting to know him off the field. What'd you do uh, this summer? Do you have uh, you have any football camps yourself? Uh, nah, I went out there with Holton. Okay. Yeah. So that was pretty fun hanging with the kids, letting them run around. How many kids like know who Keaton Mitchell is? Like, do you get a lot of kids coming up to you? Yeah, it's a lot of kids. Is that just, weird knowing that like you, they know who you are? Kind of. Kinda, <laughs> but I don't got used to it. But I was just with some kids today with uh, Demetrius Mooney and uh, Deontay Johnson. We did a little. Uh, he had something going on at um, the Steel Center, Drew, Drew Steel yeah, Center. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was in there hanging with some kids, had a little fun. So good deal, good stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, well, Keaton, thanks for hanging out with us, man, and we'll be talking to you this season here on the Players' Lounge. Yeah, great stuff. Good luck uh, this week as you get underway again, and we'll hook up with you sometime next week. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Good stuff. Keaton Mitchell joining us. When we return, we'll talk to Miles Berry. He'll join us. Finally, the defense will have a say on the show. We'll see uh, what's going on on that side of the ball with Miles when we return on Pirate Radio Live. A lot more to go. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Players' Lounge Monday, presented by Delcor. Delcor has been the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for residential and building uh, and businesses for over five decades. Call them today, 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. We've already talked to Holden Aylers and Keaton Mitchell coming up. Later on, we got Ryan Jones, Isaiah Winstead, Jeremy Lewis, Rajay Harris, and Xavier Smith. And right now, joining Troy D and I in the Pirate Radio Studios, East Carolina linebacker Miles Berry. Miles, good to see you. How you doing, man? Good to see y'all. Thanks for having me. And and I see Miles' clip, and in person, I'm glad he's on our team. (laughs) Let me just say that, because he has a way of making me and you feel real small right now. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. You look great, man. Thank you. You're jacked. Um, And Miles, I talked to Blake Harrell a couple of Fridays ago. He said... 
that you were his wife's favorite player oh. and then i told that to coach houston this past friday and he said once you have miles on he'll be everybody's favorite player so oh, man. people speak that. very highly of you miles not only for that. your ability but really what you do off the field the person you are so i guess let's start there where does that come from uh, the- uh really i just want to be an inspiration to others uh, i grew up from you know greensboro north carolina where we have I had several uh, older older people, older players, uh, brothers like that I looked up to. So I just want to be another representation of a of a great product of the city, and um, so I just try to do that every day. Let's talk about your story, Miles. What led you to East Carolina? How you okay. first got in? Like, when you first heard about East Carolina, maybe yeah. when they first started recruiting you, who was doing that? What that process was like, and what went through? The decision to finally say yeah this is where i want to be well i was i was always a little familiar with east carolina especially when ruffin mcneil was here uh but really junior year of co- or junior year of high school around 2016 is when i got my first offer uh coach prunty and coach uh mo was recruiting me heavy and uh, i loved it i fell in love with them i fell in love with the system that they were trying to Im- implement here um and then once i once i got here you know we played that first season in 2018 and it was it's also funny because coach houston was recruiting me at james madison and those were i was i was a little hesitant i didn't know if i wanted to come to ecu or go to james madison because i really liked uh coach houston and the staff there so it really worked out to where i was able to where they were able to come in and i was still being able to be coached by them in 2019 and you know from there the rest is history honestly but i i love the decision to come here i love pirate nation I'm glad I'm here. So, were you be rec- being recruited by both schools when James Madison beat East Carolina? Yes, sir. Wow. So that that it's was the first circle. game. I came to that game, Yikes. James Madison at ECU, and I remember Coach Weaver, the uh, safeties coach, called me before the game, and he was like, "Look, I know you're committed to ECU, but just watch how we play at James Madison." Come to and then boom, they beat him, and then he called me like, "What are you gonna do?" So and now, now you're talking I about stayed, Trip Weaver, yeah. Trip Weaver, so he's here, yes sir, Patrick, and then yes, and then he was like, "Hey, don't go anywhere. I yeah. might be coming to East Carolina." And then he was like, hey, "Yeah, take. wait, 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 don't <laughs> flip yet, you know, because we're coming there." So it worked out. Crazy how uh, how everything wild, works right. out like that. Good stuff. Miles Berry joining us. Miles, how about uh, you and Xavier this year? And and you already had y'all were already kind of leaders upperclassmen but losing Bivens and Ramsour now you're the old dog so right what's it like stepping into uh that role even more of a leadership role for you right yeah um shoot we just had we've been leaders you know all year honestly so just leading the team and leading the defense and in camp this year and throughout the season for me and I know Xavier as well we just want to be the best representations of ourselves and lead by example and then have everybody else follow I've always felt the linebacker position for the most part, is kind of the quarterback of the defense. That's kind of the way I look at it. And I assume, you know, one of you guys is calling the plays for the defense. Yeah, so Coach Harrell is primarily calling the plays, but now since it's year three of the defense, we have the ability, if we don't like something, and if something looks a little funny, I have the ability to audible or check it or maybe check it to a different defense, maybe something more simple to where maybe more of a base front. So I, I appreciate him for trusting me with that ability, but I also – 
I trust him in, in making a great decision and putting us into the best defense to make the best plays. As fast as these offenses go today, you got to make those checks quick. So, like, what's, how much do you practice that, just the speed of it that you're going to see on game? It's day? really film study. Uh, film study is very big for me, already starting to look at NC State heavy and um, different tendencies that they have. But you just have to operate fast. You know, the game of football is all about adjustments. And we really work on that in practice. And that's really what camp is for, being in those situations and being able to adjust i've always thought you know all the positions on defense i think linebacker might be the toughest because you know you work at the line you know you're going to go forward just right. about every time and you're trying to get the quarterback or a running back if you're a defensive back you know you got to cover the receiver right a linebacker you can do anything Everything. i mean you might have to blitz try to go after a quarterback you may Everything. have to drop back how much predetermined you know you almost have to kind of be a mind reader right. or the defense quarter has to be a mind reader knowing whether hey we need you up front to blitz or we need right. you to drop back on pass coverage yeah so with me with me especially i i move around a lot i kind of i don't like being in one stagnant position when i'm on the field and that can also give the offense some trouble because they don't they don't know if i'm blitzing they don't know if i'm back or if they don't know if i'm staying in the same spot so just trying to stay uh keep movement but yeah like you said linebackers we do it all we cover we blitz we have to spill blocks you know we do it all so just being and that's that's just what practice is you know we practice it and we practice it every day and day out and it becomes second nature what are you usually looking for pre-snap for to try and get a hint on what that play might be so my read is usually the triangle i wish i could illustrate it but my we need to get a board in here yeah write some stuff but i I usually have (laughs) i usually have a triangle going from the sniffer or the tight end to the running back all the way to maybe the center or the guard on the opposite side so that's all of my keys my my primary key is definitely the tight end he's going to take me 90 percent of the time everywhere is the ball is going to go so once i read him uh that's my initial check and then my second check is to the running back and by then i know if it's uh, run or pass and then I just execute whatever assignment that I have at that time. I think back to Bruce Bivens last year coming on after the Memphis game and saying we knew exactly what they were going to run on that two point conversion because yeah. y'all had practiced it. So that's got to be a good feeling right? It's like hey I, you still got to make the play yeah. but how often do you say alright we got them we know what's coming here. Right and and in that situation it was what, le- what three seconds left on the goal line and that's just a play where we only might have gotten two snaps of that in that week. But those two snaps have to be perfect, and we have to perfect it and take it serious. And I, I was fortunate enough, Jeremy Lewis made a great rush on the quarterback, and I was just fortunate enough to be there to be able to tip the ball down. So really just just great play on, on, on his end, on my end, and just Coach Harrell also being able to uh, set that play up in practice so then in the game it just came about you guys uh, preseason pick six in the, by the media and the, to finish in the conference uh, big time under double digit underdogs uh, to NC State I love it how much of that is there you know I don't want to get into respect versus disrespect but how much of it do you feel that there's something to prove with this East Carolina team that hey you want to show people like that have voted you guys down or think you're a big time underdog prove them wrong I love it. I love being an underdog. Ever since I caught to ECU, we've been underdogs. So, you know, and we've taken down big opponents in, in, in the past. So I love it. I love being ranked six. So we can fly under the radar and then really execute this year. You know, I'm not going to do a lot of trash talking, but just know that the Pirates are ready to play and we're ready to prove a lot of people wrong. Is this the best chemistry of a team? You've been here as long as anyone. Right. Um, you and Holton, I think, have been here yes, the longest. Um 
is this the best chemistry out of any team that you've been on here at East Carolina? Most definitely. Uh, we, I know a lot of people preach brotherhood, but we we really are brothers in that locker room. We're a family. Uh, I know that I can call my coaches whenever they'll answer the phone. I know I can call my teammates whenever they'll answer the phone. Anything we need, you know, we're just there for each other, and we make sure that we communicate on all ends. So you know, we're not late, and everybody's just on the same page. We just we're really bonded. We got Ryan Jones coming in next. He came in last year. Isaiah right. Winstead, a newcomer, joining us later. Uh, we talked to DJ Ford last year on the Players Lounge, and we, I think one reason, Troy, you reached out to him, Mike Houston was talking about him that spring. He had just got there and was already calling him like a leader and yeah. said he you know, just got in with the group so tight. Right. Uh, and it sounds like from these coaches that all these guys you're bringing in, you make sure, you guys in the locker room, make sure that they're right for the team. So right. what's that process like and, and making them feel welcome and, and being one of the boys uh, well, early on? Yeah, well, it initially starts with, you know, Coach Houston and the staff. They know the type of guys that they want to bring, and they're not really recruiting people that would be cancers to the team. So once they do come, you know, just make sure they know that um, what the standard of the team is. And after that, we're a brotherhood. We all have one goal, which is to win, get a conference championship, and we're all tunnel vision to that goal. So it works. Miles, uh, getting to know you, as we said, kind of your first visiting studio, the first of many yes, part of our uh, Pirate Radio athlete team here in the Players Lounge. What what do you like to do when you're not playing football? What what do your hobbies include? Well, really, if, if grad school isn't keeping me busy as ever, um, I love to play video games. I love to play Call of Duty and Forza. Um, I also like I'm bilingual also, but I don't get to speak Spanish as much as I want to. So I make sure that I, um, you know, watch everything in, in Spanish. My phone is in Spanish. Wow. I'll watch, you know, Telemundo or just <laughs> listen to that. And, and um, that's something that I like to do just to keep up on that. And then, honestly, I just TV shows and movies just to relax. I When I'm away from football, I like to just, you know, jump into another world with a good TV show or a movie. Have you ever seen, uh, I think it's called Who Killed Sarah on Netflix? Yes, most, it's in Spanish, right? Yeah, it uh, is in I have Spanish. to watch it on subtitles. Also, uh, Money Heist, you know, is like okay. Casablanca. I need to check that out. Yeah. So you, when you say your phone is in Spanish. My phone is in Spanish. Like so. when I, if I text you, it comes in as Spanish? The date. Si, senor. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. You're uh, all in. Yeah. <laughs> so did you do that for a class or is that a hobby? Like, so I was in a um, bilingual, bilingual Spanish immersion program from kindergarten to eighth grade where the whole curriculum in Greensboro, North Carolina, the whole curriculum was in Spanish and we had one English class. Oh, wow. And if we spoke any English during the day, we would get penalized, you know, how that is. But um, yeah, the whole curriculum, math, social studies, science uh, was all in Spanish. I took, I took four years of Spanish like in high school mm -hmm. the most I can get out now is like como estas yeah me you know? too <laughs> yeah but I, I I tested out of all the, the Spanishes uh, for college because I was already you know at an wow. advanced level that's so. impressive that's, that is yeah. awesome thank you hey what's your uh, major my so I got my bachelor's of science in industrial logistics and supply chain last December, and now I'm in grad school getting my technology management master's. Damn, I think Congrats. football might hold be holding you back from a <laughs> nah, strong not business at all. career. Well, that's what Coach Houston said. Like, what, no matter what you decide to do, whatever but, path, you know. And let's you know, look. Obviously, everyone would love to play at the next level, and, and you still have that in front of you. That yes, possibility. Sir. If if you weren't playing football, what would you? You know, what career path would you be seeking? I would love to. Uh, really dive into a career in logistics and supply chain. Um, I would love to be on the operations and business side of the NFL. If the NFL doesn't work out with me suiting up with shoulder pads, I would love to supply the shoulder pads for the team. You know, that's, um, but supply chain is in so much. I have a lot of, a lot of different avenues that I want to tap into. Um, but 
definitely something with logistics making things move yeah i tell you what and folks that may not have paid attention to that before right uh now know COVID, that everything right. is a supply chain issue right. or a logistics issue and nothing gets in a store for you to be able to buy it without logistics and supply right. chain so it is it is crucial and everything what a great career right. path for you because yes, there's sir. always going to be a need for people that can always. figure that out products always need to move yeah. people always need their supply on time no matter what it is so we make sure that happens Miles, uh, looking forward to getting to know you even more, but uh, great chat today. We'll talk more football and life with you uh, throughout the season, and uh, see you next weekend Thank on the you. players. Thanks for having me. Man. Yeah, Appreciate great stuff, man. Enjoyed it. Uh, we got to get to Ryan Jones next, though, Troy D. So we'll yeah. talk to the East Carolina tight end. Solid season last year and high expectations this year Big time. for Ryan Jones. Looking forward to that. Probably tough to cover in practice. Oh, yeah. Iron shot resign with Ryan, for sure. <laughs> we'll talk to Ryan Jones when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Cliff Rock. All right, Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live inside the Delcor Players Lounge. And a great start to the show. Great Hour 1 with Holt Nailers, Keaton Mitchell, and Miles Berry. Coming up later on, we'll introduce you to Isaiah Winstead. Also, Jeremy Lewis from South Central, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith going to join us once again on the Players' Lounge. They'll be up in hour three of today's show. But right now, Troy D. and I will welcome in East Carolina tight end Ryan Jones as he joins us here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Ryan, good to have you. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, doing good. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Ryan, uh, a lot of people know you as the transfer from Oklahoma and uh, <laughs> got a lot of attention when that happened. So uh, let's start with that, shall we? Uh, how you ended up from uh, as an Oklahoma from a Oklahoma Sooner to an ECU Pirate? Yeah, so uh, during the whole transfer process, um, I really was just trying to get closer to home because I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. So, um, and I mean, I was trying to transition back to the offensive side of the ball. I, at, uh, at OU, I played uh, defense, linebacker, and safety. So, I mean, just getting back to what I mainly played in high school was just big for me in that transfer process. So, you yourself knew you could play offense, but, I mean, that's quite a leap, saying we're going to bring this guy in to play tight end. So, he plays tight end? No, he plays defense. But he played a little tight end? No. he was. Uh, so, how did all that go? Who... Who really believed in you here? I know you believed in yourself. So so how did all that go? Yeah, mainly it was uh, the first guy I talked to was Coach Mons. And um, I feel like the, the coaches still kind of had a um, – they knew about me from my high school days because I mainly played offense. And, I mean, they took the biggest chance on me. I had a few schools hit me, but EC was the main t- uh, school that really stayed on me and stayed with me for uh, my transition. What was it like? Uh, we had Lincoln Riley here uh, for many years as offensive coordinator. Uh, I know you wish you'd have, he'd have got you in on the offensive side, but what was it like uh, with Coach Riley there in Oklahoma? Uh, it was good. Coach Riley's a, a definitely a player's coach. Um, he's a younger guy, so he can really relate to us as a, as players. 
Uh, I really didn't have too much dealing with him from right. coaching standpoint from that way. But uh, overall, as a coach, he was a great guy. How about coming in uh, as a tight end? You put up really good numbers uh, your first year, higher expectations this year. Did you meet your personal expectations from a year ago? Um, last year, I, I felt like I still had more I could have shown, which uh, I plan on doing this season. But definitely for the first year, it was a, it was a, it was a starting point, definitely. But my expectations for myself were way, way higher. So, Did it take you a while to catch on to get back to the offensive side, or is it like the old riding a bike? You were ready to go from day one? Um, I would say I still had a, still had some offense in me, but just getting back into um, – just getting, like, offensive plays and everything, just getting back into the swing of that was the main transition for me. Yeah. Tied in one of those versatile positions, you got to be able to do a little bit of everything mm-hmm. uh, in, in that. How much, uh, you know, when you have a player like you to incorporate, how much does that kind of change the game plan, do you think, with this offense where they want – you know, sometimes these high – uh, fast-paced offenses don't include a tight end play, but you know when you've got a weapon and someone that is useful in that position, how much does that change kind of the game plan as far as how they're calling plays? Um, I'd say definitely just from the tight end standpoint, because I mean we have impact from the the run game to the pass game. So I mean when your tight end super active, I feel like it's hard to really keep point if you're going to run the ball more, uh, pass the ball more. So I mean it just puts the the defense in a more stagnant position. I think it's uh, it's somewhat underrated. We've talked about it a few times, but you are the leading returning pass catcher on the team with Snead and Omotosho out. So I don't know if, if pressure is the word, but it's got to give you high hopes that uh, you're in for a big season this year, right? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely staying just even killed. I'm trying to uh, just come in level-headed and just grind every day. So, I mean, if you just keep adding days each day, I mean, by the time you get to the game, it's going to be – Nothing. Probably crazy to say this to you, but when Coach Houston got here, the tight end room was pretty empty. We had, you know, Xavier Smith was playing tight end the year before, <laughs> of course, the linebacker now. But now, not only are you there, but with Shane, with Jarman, and they're bringing in more guys. Sounds like Tyler Savage might be moving yep. over there. It's a, it's a packed room now, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like the room we have now is just the talent level. I mean, we have guys that can play outside. We have guys that can help in the run game. We have guys that can do everything you need them to from a from an offensive standpoint so i mean we're just definitely in a we're a room that you have to watch you have to have to um keep your eyes on us how did summer camp go for you guys this year i know uh it's a year-round deal yeah. nowadays is that you mentioned before i heard coach houston say this on on friday that you know you don't come to preseason camp to get in shape anymore you come to preseason camp to get started on football yeah. you're getting in shape stuff's already yeah there during the summer what did you guys work on the most this summer and uh, how did it all go I would say somewhere is more so just uh, conditioning, just like staying in tune with each other. So, I mean, our chemistry as a team is very, very, very good just from the places I've been before. And, I mean, once we, we – the talent we have and we add everything like that, we just we're, – we're building to have a good preseason. How's the uh, connection with Holton Aylers? You obviously want to be buddy-buddy with the quarterback. Were you able to, to get that quick? And how is it today, you know, compared to this time last year? Yeah, I mean, I feel like me and him kind of started off slower last season. But, I mean, just from uh, the end of last year and just building from what we had um, building off of last year, we just really have thrown more. Just the chemistry's gotten super, super good. I mean, Andy's been working with a a, a new quarterback guy, and he's holding his arm is, is, is yeah. A1 right now. So Peyton I mean, Manning. Yeah, well, yeah, he yeah. was down there with the Mannings. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird one, but like you're catching whatever's in the air, no matter where it's coming from. But any different catching from a righty and lefty? Like, is there any adjustment at all for you? Um, definitely, because I mean, for me, I like seeing the ball come out, especially for like shorter throws. I mean, looking from a, a guy that's thrown with the right arm to the left arm is definitely different. But I mean, it's, it's all the same. 
I never thought about that before. You're right. It is, it, a, it is, it is a difference. You know, it spins a little different. Yeah, yeah. You know, it depends what you're used to. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, which I guess coming from the defensive side, you weren't seeing any balls. So, <laughs> whatever you see coming, you're ready to go now. Yeah. Uh, and you seem like a laid back guy that that you said you're even keel, but you're on the Mackey watch list. Is that you know a big deal to you? It's got to feel um, good, right? Yeah, I mean that's definitely something. I'm not gonna lie, it's definitely something I want to be at least a finalist for. Just uh, just even being nominated for that was pretty significant for me because yeah. I mean. The, the the aspirations I have for myself for this season are way higher than what I had last year. So I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I can get you know close to that. Yeah. Ryan Jones joined us in studio, tight end for ECU football. And uh, Ryan, look, you're you're a big dude for folks listening on the radio right now. Can't see you or haven't seen you in a while. Get, what what are your current stats at height, weight, type of deal? Um, I think I'm like six two and a half, and then right now I'm like two forty five. Is that what's your ideal playing weight? Is that are you at where you want to be? Yeah, I mean, I'm usually I'm going to play around like 240, 235, 240. Which Holden, uh, we talked about this earlier, how much weight you can lose during uh, fall yeah. camp. Yeah. So you'll probably drop those like, like by Wednesday day. or Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, it's pretty brutal out there, right? There, it sounds like there's a mix. Keaton Mitchell couldn't wait to get out there, but also yeah. said he's dreaming about. And it. then he said <laughs> it's going to be hell. So yeah. like, there's good yeah. and bad coming yeah. up for you, right? Yeah. I mean, camp's definitely it's a it's a grind. It's a grind, but I mean, all the work you're putting in is just going towards season. What's the best part about it? What's the worst part about it? The best part about it is when it's over. But I mean, <laughs> the worst part is probably uh, it's just early mornings, late nights. You know? Yeah, it's a grind. What, t- this, what time uh, do you get started normally? Like, um, do you got to get over there early to get dressed. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably I'm up around like five fifteen, breakfast at six. You know, but I mean, you're not getting home till about like. Nah, nine thirty. Yeah. So you grew up in Charlotte. Yeah. Yes, sir. So what? What's the difference? So you know a little bit of, but Eastern North Carolina is kind of different. Eastern North Carolina heat versus Oklahoma heat. How, how do you compare those? Oh, Oklahoma heat is is super dry. Like here, it's just like you can feel the heat on you. You know, out there is more so like when you breathe, you can like feel it in your chest. But here, it's like <laughs> yeah. the heat is really it's, it's on. Yeah, it's on the outside. Yeah, you're sweating there. It's like yeah, you're breathing in. Uh, fire yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. none of them sound real fun nah. gotta be honest with you but uh talking to ryan jones in the pirate radio studios ryan uh who's your uh your favorite nfl tight ends uh, all time or current that you like to watch my favorite right now i watch is johnny smith he hmm. just uh he was traded he was with the titans but he's with the uh the patriots right now all right. I mean, another guy's Aaron Hernandez, but you know the uh, football aspect. Yeah, yeah. That's hard, I, hard that's to put him up on the list. Yeah, too. yeah. That's yeah. what I look at. Though. I have to look at guys that's like my size. You know? Yeah, yeah. Who's what? your uh, favorite team? I don't have a favorite team. I have players though. But, okay, yeah. gotcha. We, we've asked some of the guys. You know, when you're not playing football and you're just, you know, Ron Jones, just the guy. What do you like to do? What what hobbies do you have? Um, I'm big into like movies. So, I mean, I have like probably almost every. You, I'm not YouTube, but uh, movie account like Peacock, Hulu, Netflix. I mean, all I do is watch movies when I'm hanging what, up. What are some of your favorite? Some of my favorite. Uh, Mad Max is one of my favorite movies. Classic. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I watch a little scary movies, Insidious movies, Conjuring. Um, so you're into the horror stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just it, it depends. Any comedies? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, Death at a Funeral. Um what else? I just watched the movie last night, Ambulance. It was pretty good. Right. It's on Peacock. You have to check it out. I have to check that one out. Yeah. Ryan Jones joining us. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what else do you like to do uh, outside? Or what did you do this summer away from football? Anything you did this summer? Um, this summer, was for me, it was mainly just to get my mind and body right. 
you know, I mean, this was, especially this being my last uh, college season, I really just wanted to take advantage of getting my body fully healthy for camp, you know, so I didn't have any hiccups during the season. But, uh, yeah, that was mainly what I was doing. Talk to, we'll talk to, hear from Rajay later on, talk to him earlier today. He said he, he was a lot of Sprite at McDonald's when he was a freshman and quickly learned that's not the way to be. So yeah. how about nutrition-wise? Uh, what's your, your diet looking like? Um, for me, I'm definitely – I'm not I'm not too big on cooking. That's just not me, but uh I'll probably go to I'm big on like Panera bread. I go there a lot, Chipotle. Um I eat good, but I mean I I, I pay for all my stuff, but <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm big on food. Yeah. And then you train it off if you got to yeah. basically. What uh what's it like working with Big John uh in the in the weight room? I mean he's great strength coach wise. I mean, just as a as a person as well. Luckily I came from a, a good strength program, so I mean the transition was super smooth. He, um, we we do basically the same stuff in the weight room, from the same uh, lifts, uh, lifting mechanics, all that stuff. So I mean, it really was a, it was a smooth transition. I mean, he's a great guy. He's a outside of just being a strength coach, he's a a good person. You know, what I mean, he can talk to you about anything. So, and what Oklahoma's in Stillwater. No, I said no, no uh, I'm sorry, Norman. Norman. Yeah, Stillwater's no, the opposite of the wrong team. Yeah, yeah you can't say uh, that. Oklahoma. ECU's in Raleigh, right? <laughs> Nor- Norman, Oklahoma. What's yeah. uh, it, it, Are there similarities between Norman and, and Greenville at all? Um, yeah, they're both college towns. I mean, yeah. it's country a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's really about the same. Mm-hmm. So are you like Charlotte, Charlotte, like a city boy, or are you more of a country guy? Than- uh, I'm more of a city person myself. Okay. I have no problem with the country. I've been out there for about... Four or five years, but I mean, I, I prefer being uh, being in the city. You don't mind a few mosquitoes and yeah, things like that. Yeah, nah. I'm <laughs> all right, talking to Ryan Jones today, getting ready for camp. Uh, so, what's this uh, this week look like for you? I know you guys start Wednesday. What's your Tuesday looking like? Um, Tuesday we have report day at uh, at one, and then we have a, um, a team run after that. But then it's just mentally getting ready for that first day. So, I mean, you really want the first day to be smooth and crisp because, I mean, we've been going through stuff majority of the summer. So, I mean, the first day is pretty important on how the rest of the spring is. I'm not spring, but the, the fall is going to go. So And Holden was saying, so the conditioning test is in the rear. You don't have to worry about that, right? Yeah, no, nah, that's good. You do all right with that? Yeah. What, what what are they like nowadays? The, I know some of it, but a lot of people probably don't know anything that what that means when you say conditioning test. What are they? What what are they putting you through? Um, you can do shuttles, so it'd be like twenty five yard shuttle. You're doing that about six times. You can do a, a fifty yard shuttle after that. Do that down, back down, and then it's hundred and fifty. So you're running fifty yards. And then run 100 yards, which is you're doing that about like five times. And you have to do it within a certain time period. Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. you don't meet that time criteria, what happens? You have to do it again. Yeah. yeah. So you got to, if count. you don't pass the fitness test, you have to redo it. Yeah. You have to, you can't really be on the team until you do it. That's yeah. how serious it is, right? Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, if you're dedicated, it should be easy to do so. Any weights involved, or is it all pretty much nah, fitness it's, running? It's, it's all, all running. straight up running. Yeah. Yeah. I remember years ago, Albert Hainsworth was getting paid trillions by washington i remember that they, kept, they started putting it on espn yeah they were like showing him like half-assing his fitness yeah. he was just taking it as a joke and they're like they won't let him practice till he passes his test and, and it was like practice. seven days into camp yeah and he was just like jogging out there like <laughs> didn't i mean it was a it was a joke but uh he fi- i think he when he wanted to he just passed it yeah he was just like screwing around with him or whatever but that's my f- most famous memory of a, a test a conditioning test how hard is it for you i mean you're a bigger guy you know uh for my size i feel like i run pretty well 
I mean, regardless, you're going to be tired. But, I mean, it's just a mental check. Yeah. You just have to get through it. Yeah. Uh, you said earlier getting to know the plays and, and the terminology of that stuff was, was something you had to catch on to. It sounds like you might be used some in the slot. So, are you, as far as playbook goes, you're ready to go this year? Yeah, definitely. This year, more than last year, I'm just more – I know the whole entire concept instead of just my position alone. So, I mean, I'm definitely just – from playbook-wise, that was a big stride I wanted to make for this uh, upcoming season definitely for this camp so awesome ryan uh good to get to know you man we'll get to know you more uh, throughout this season and throughout this fall camp so uh good good first impression and can't wait to do it again next week yes sir thank yeah, you good stuff appreciate it Thanks, man. man ryan jones east carolina tight end joining us we'll get to know isaiah winstead when we return on pirate radio live as we roll on the delcor players lounge more to go when we return after this This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC matches all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live, hour two of today's program. We're inside the Delcor Players Lounge. Coming up later on, we'll hear from East Carolina Russia and Jeremy Lewis, also Rajay Harris and Xavier Smith on the way uh, on today's program. Cliff Brock, Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Troy D to my left, and we'll welcome in and get to know Isaiah Winstead. Uh, better known as Zay. He joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Zay, welcome in, man. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Doing great. Great looking shirt, by the way. <laughs> compliments you on your attire. Looks fantastic with the Pirate Vibes Only Pirate Radio tee. Um, welcome aboard. You're a name and a face that Pirate fans will get to know. This is probably their first experience with you right now. Uh, coming in from Toledo with the uh, expecting big things in the wide receiver position. So let's start there. Your journey that uh had you leave toledo and end up here in greenville uh the main thing was like basically what i felt as though i was trying to accomplish wasn't you know at toledo like you know trying to be the number one receiver and my personal goals i was trying to accomplish wasn't the right fit at that place so talked to mike houston on friday and said how good can isaiah winstead be and he said he could be an all-conference receiver so he's got high hopes for you going into year one how much have you kind of jailed with holding already jailed with the team and then we'll find out more once fall camp starts but how has that gone for you so far it's been going good man holding been connecting like we work out all the time together throw together this whole summer really since i got here you know even when i couldn't uh because i was still graduating from toledo so when i couldn't work out with the team you know we'll still throw by ourselves like so we still stay on the same page and, and, and Troy, you asked him uh, how was his week off. Uh, yeah, just talk about how hard he's been on the, before we went on the air. Just, yeah, yeah. And his response was, "What week off?" <laughs> and I asked him how long has it been since you had a week off. So that just kind of shows you've been going at it, whether it be 
team telling you to get together or you individually right you've been working hard yes sir when i say we've talked off the air too about kind of your sense of urgency with this because you've got a year left this is kind of like your time to shine if it's going to happen for you you got to make it happen this season and i think one of the things that brought you to east carolina with holton knowing that he he's on the same page with you he he's trying to make it to the next level too and he's got to have an incredible year this year too for that to happen so y'all mentally are both connected on that way separate from off the field but just you know the same kind of goals and visions yeah oh you said like well, i mean i'm just saying you both have a sense of urgency to have a big year to try and get to that next level oh yeah definitely like from when i was in the transfer portal uh he like i said he was the main person that basically recruited me like over everybody yeah and, and i, I and I think it says a lot about Holton that, you know, a lot of people think that coaches are the ones that were doing recruiting, but I know Holton was one of the main guys that, that was really uh, excited and, and working hard behind the scenes to get you to come to Greenville. Yes, sir. And it worked, I guess. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say for uh, people that hadn't seen you from Toledo? What are your uh, strengths as a wide receiver? Uh, I feel like my strengths are route running and quick and catching the ball. Did you uh, so being at Toledo, Maction? Y- y'all play on all days of the week. Did you play in those Tuesday, Wednesday games? Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> was that was that weird for you? Or was it just like all right, whenever they tell me to play, I'll go. What was that like for you? I mean, it wasn't too bad because the schedule was still like you know. So if we played on a Tuesday, then like uh, Monday would be like a Friday practice, then Sunday would be like a Thursday practice. Right. So the, the schedule never changed, but. It was a little weird. It was cold, you know, because you had to play at like 7 o'clock at night yeah. at, in Ohio. So it was like <laughs> 30, 20 degrees or whatever. That's the only difference. When Holden was recruiting you here, did he tell you how hot it gets in the summer in eastern North Carolina? No. Nah. <laughs> How's that going? Well, would you, you rather be hot or cold? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be hot. Okay, <laughs> so you'll take it? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, after those uh, those cold Maxion games for sure. All right, so uh, this week, uh, fall camp, or excuse yeah, fall camp beginning. We've talked to some players. Some are looking forward to it. They all say it's going to be a grind. How about you? What are your uh, your expectations and uh, your hopes for this week? Uh, I'm ready for it. I haven't put on pads, helmet, and shoulder pads since the end of last year like i ain't have no spring ball nothing so i'm i'm ready to go yeah i can't wait for it how you doing physically you look pretty healthy feeling good yeah what have you uh done to improve yourself not only as a receiver but just the body as well uh this offseason how about the summer workouts workouts and also like the way i eat like i don't really eat like fried foods too much i don't eat fast food at all uh like mostly like baked foods and stuff like that i don't eat candy like no chips, none of that. I don't drink soda. I never, I haven't drunk soda since fifth grade. Well, that's so. why I'm here. Uh, inspiration to you guys to stay in shape and keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> that's good. No soda since fifth grade. That's yeah. impressive. That's some discipline right there. Yeah. yeah. Do you like? I, do you miss it, or once you stop drinking it, you don't have that urge for it anymore? I mean, like the reason I stopped drinking it because like we had, we had did a little article in fifth grade. I still remember it, and they was just talking about soda and like the long term effects on it and stuff like that. So like when it comes to like health, then you might miss it, but you know your discipline got to be over. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. that that stuck with you this long. Yeah. That's pretty neat. So what do you drink? Water and what, what do you? Water. I might drink juice sometimes. Gatorade. Yeah. Stuff How do you like feel that. about unsweet tea? 
Ice sweet tea? No. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping he'd say that's my favorite. No, my favorite actually <laughs> is sweet tea and lemonade. There mixed you go. Oh, let's see, that's Arnold got, Palmer. Got to have yeah. the uh, fake sugar in that, though, not the real sugar. <laughs> uh, so you've been a lot of places, Isaiah. So what's uh, in your travels? How do you compare Greenville to your previous stops? How much are you enjoying Greenville so far? It's good. It's my favorite place out of all. Definitely. Uh, uh, facilities, all that stuff, like, is way different, like, way bigger and stuff like that. Like, you know, the uh, stadium is huge. Like, all that stuff is just, you know, the weight room, how big the weight room is, and just the campus, all that. Like, You seem like a pretty laid-back guy, but I'm sure people have told you about it. Have you thought about, like, a packed Dowdy Ficklin against NC State, what that's going to be like week one? Yeah, I think about it every day. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely laid back, but, like, you know, it's different on the football field. But, like, the biggest game I didn't play in was against Notre Dame, and they had, like, 70,000. So, yeah. you know, I'm You've not, been in that environment yeah, before. I'm not going to be shell-shocking. Like yeah. That. yeah. We're talking to Isaiah Winstead, transfer wide receiver here for East Carolina, and um, a name you're going to be hearing a lot of this season. Isaiah, I know it's been all football for you lately, but when you're not – playing football and you have some downtime what what would your hobbies off the field include well usually i mean you know like netflix or something start a tv series but like lately it's just been still football because yeah. like i gotta continue to learn the plays you know this is a new system and all that stuff so i gotta be ready to go yeah so i always ask like basketball guys how many free throws they shoot a day and, and baseball guys how many swings how about for you you need either a machine or another person throwing you the ball so as far as catching the ball you know how much are you able to do that every day uh i usually have like a consistent like group of people that come work out with me every time so like whenever we get together we we got enough resources to catch like 100 at minimum a day you yeah know? And when you're not doing that, you said uh, you're in the playbook, doing some study in that way. In the playbook, or we got a gym in the uh, in the Jolly Roger, and or I just be in there working yeah. out full time um, football. How long does it take to run a hundred routes? A hundred routes. Like if you're doing that for practice, does it take like an hour. A hundred? Because you said that's well, what you like to do, right? Well, when you're catching you're balls, catch, you're catch, not running a route on all those. He's talking about just catching you, a ball. Yeah. Or are you running a route and catching it? Yeah, when we run routes, yeah. like, we catch them too. Yeah, but are you? Well, you said when you were practicing, you do it like a hundred times. No. Oh, well, no, I, must no, have, no. I must have misunderstood that. Catching a hundred balls is different than running. Oh, okay. Routes, just, but, yeah, I got. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> how so many like, routes? How many routes do you like to run when you're practicing then? Uh, so we'll probably do like, uh, probably two on each side, or really it depends on like. You know, we'll do more, but it depends on, like, how the quarterback feeling, you know, because we don't want him to throw his arm out. Right, or, yeah. Or if it's only one quarterback out there, it might not be enough. You yeah. Because he's throwing to, like, what, like five, six different people. That's true. Yeah. And that's so, two each side, so that's going to add up. Yeah. Almost, it's like in baseball, you need the uh, BP. Yeah. Guy. You need one of those uh, machines, junk yeah. machines, whatever. Uh, I say, who are your guys you like to watch, past or present, at the receiver position? Who are your favorite guys? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, Devonte Adams, Keenan Allen, and that's, you want to say Terry McLaurin just to make me feel good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's nice too. He is. He is. I'm a Washington fan, but uh, Keenan Allen's a a North Carolina guy from Greensboro that uh, has had an awesome career, obviously with the Chargers. Talking to Isaiah Winstead, joining us. Uh, Isaiah, you got any personal goals uh, for this season for yourself? Uh. My personal goals is to have at least 
10 to 12 touchdowns and at minimum at minimum a thousand at the very minimum <laughs> all right very minimum. i like it sounds good that was a big good stats had a thousand yard uh rusher last year in mitchell and and how about the history of ecu receivers have you with zay jones with uh justin hardy Dwayne harris my all-time favorite and even going back uh further than that but it's a nice lineage of pirate yeah. receivers yeah so like, i didn't even really like know about it uh that much though like because I didn't. I didn't really keep up with yeah. football like that. But I knew of him though when he was in the league and stuff like that. So, but I didn't know like how he was doing here and breaking records and all that stuff. What uh, What number are you wearing this year? Eleven. All right. Is that significant to you? Yeah. Like that was. Uh, so when I had my first big year, it was like my senior year um, of high school, and like that was the number I had. And all right. then I went to uh, Norfolk State and like. I had 80 for the first year because I was a freshman. Then I had 11. And then when I had 11, I had like five one-hand catches in one year. <laughs> All right. Top That's five, the number. Top five in the conference. Little known fact. Uh, guess what a younger Troy D wore as his number. Nobody cares. In his athletic <laughs> Nobody cares one ounce. Also, number 11 clip. That's not a good sign. That's you my shouldn't man, have number 11. <laughs> yeah, well. Of course, I was playing soccer at the time. But <laughs> Look for the worries. big, look for the big one, one. Uh, Other What other sports did you play growing up? Basketball. I ran the hurdles and track. Did a four hundred. Uh, hey, you look like a t- you're a tall guy. I would think yeah. basketball could be one of your good sports too. How yeah. tall are you? Six four. Yeah. Just ain't got a jumper. It's gone. Now. <laughs> it's gone now. I used to though. Yeah. All yeah. that lifting weights. So I don't got no jumping. This is first time here. Why you gonna be so mean? <laughs> I was just asking. He admitted. He, yeah. He, he's focused on football, man. Yeah, he found his that's thing. That's true. Uh, Isaiah, great to get to know you, man. We'll keep doing this during the season and uh, talk more ball with you. But thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, you can consider this like time off of working. Because it sounds yeah. like all you're doing is playing football. So come in here. Yeah. What do you do chill. on your day off? So I do football. What do you do when you're for your hobbies? Football. football yeah. Yeah, no so. one's going to accuse them of not putting the time in. That's come join cool. us. Take a break, and then you can get back to it. How about yeah. that? Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Enjoy. It. Good luck with camp, and we'll talk again next week. Most definitely. All right, Isaiah Winstead. Zay Winstead joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. When we return, we'll talk to a guy from uh, down the road, South Central Great. Now Pirate Russian Jeremy Lewis going to join us here. Talk some pirate defense when we return on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. We are inside the Delcor Players Lounge. It's been great to 
chat with Holden Aylers, Keaton Mitchell, Miles Berry, Ryan Jones, and Isaiah Winstead. And still to come, Rajay Harris, Xavier Smith going to join us in hour number three of today's show. Right now, Troy D and I will welcome on the South Central Falcon product. And uh, he is a rush-in outside linebacker for East Carolina. Jeremy Lewis joining us here today inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Jeremy, good to have you. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, we talked about this when, when I go. We're breaking down positions and stuff. Are you a D lineman? Are you a linebacker? What's your official position title for this team? Um, to break it down, I would like to say linebacker. We more so call it like a rush, a rush-in, more versatile. So rush the passer, coverage. Sometimes we like bringing three. Sometimes we like bringing four. But a lot of a lot of the times we we switched over to a three down defense later on in the year, which is three four. So it's like a linebacker. But I would like to say I'm a linebacker. I show my versatility going forward. And in, in my football watching life, this is a position that is somewhat new. I mean, everybody wants the next Von Miller and Miles Garrett and those guys, but it's a pretty cool position to play, right? Your job mainly is to go get the QB. Yeah, yes, sir. That's <laughs> that's what I've been working on all summer, man, just trying to put myself in positions to go make plays and go get the quarterback. So a lot of the times when I am guarding, it's nothing really like nothing crazy. Like, you know, I'm in the flats. That's really it. So – I try to perfect going to go get the passer, so put me more, so coach can like put me more in situations where I can go get the passer. Yeah, talking to uh, to Jeremy Lewis, is it about? It's obviously about speed. It's about getting off the ball. Uh, are there also different moves and things you can do to, to get the quarterback? Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, I, I've been studying studying the game a lot. Like this this summer, coming off last season, switching over from tight end, I was more so. I was more so trying to make plays just off my pure athleticism. So I didn't really have, like, a lot of go-to moves or doing stuff. But, like, this summer I have studied the game, studied different paths, like coaches and on social media, studied moves, practice moves, studied, like, the greats. Yeah. Miles Garrett, Von Miller, like you said, studied them and perfect those moves. Talking to Jeremy Lewis with the ECU football for the first time here in the Players' Lounge. Great to have you part of our team this year, Jeremy. Awesome sure. to uh, talk with you all season. One, a lot of folks, you know, no stranger to these parts. Uh, as Clip said, with, with your ties to uh, the Falcons program over at South Central. We've talked to Holton about this before, you know, growing up in the Greenville area, uh, going as a little kid to ECU games and kind of want, you know playing under the scoreboard back when he was a kid and now kind of really living his dream of being quarterback right. of this team. How about you, like when you were a kid? I don't know, you know, did you did you grow up, you know, kind of going to ECU games or at least familiar, obviously, with the program, uh, being over here? You know, how much tie-in did you have as a little kid and how much is it, you know, if that was the case for you too, kind of crazy that you now you're you're doing it you're for real? Yeah, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely unreal because my brother played here before me. So a lot of people don't know that, but my big brother was a big, bigger part of me coming here as well. So... Growing up, coming to the games and then watching him play, sitting in the nosebleeds, or like playing under the playing football underneath the stadium, like you said, like it's it's crazy that now I'm on the other side of that. So I mean, it's 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 amazing, man. It's it's amazing. It's a blessing. I knew that. I forgot about that. Keontae Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is he? What's he doing? Oh, now? he's working, man. He's, okay. He's he's working. He was uh he had, he went to the league. He, yeah. he has some he has some time there. Got uh, released on injury reserve, and you know he's still he's still battling, trying to get back in it, trying to uh, trying out these different leagues and whatnot. So, and he was a he was like the typical ECU success story. Kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, was a walk on that got put on scholarship, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know I, what was that like, kind of living through him when oh, you were younger. Man, that was crazy. That was a crazy time of my life. Like 
our respect, my family's respect for Coach Mo was like it was was high. Like a lot of people didn't respect him, or you know they didn't like his win success. But him him as a person outside of football was amazing. Like my mom, she was making so many sacrifices for my brother could finish school, and for Coach Mo to like come into her job on Mother's Day and grant my brother a full ride, it like blessed my family. So when when I actually committed here, I was recruited by Mo and. My respect for him was so high, I just felt like it was I had to stay home and play for Coach Mo. That's a perspective that none of us think about. I right. mean, that that's pretty special. And that that that's the viral video, there, right? Yeah. That, that yeah, I know. It was just bringing back some memories yeah. as you were describing. I'm like, yeah, I remember watching this. Yeah. <laughs> seeing it that they did put it out there as a uh, as a as a video, but it was kind of cool. And you said your mom's probably tuning in right now, right? Oh, so. she probably is. <laughs> she probably uh, is. that was really cool and uh and yeah, glad to have you here. And Jeremy, uh you finally found a home at your position i talked to uh to coach parker from south central a week ago and, and brought up your name and he said yeah jeremy played offense defense basketball drove the bus <laughs> led the team prayer like you did it all there uh and and you brought you came in here remind us so did it go defense offense back to defense is that how it went so coming out of high school most of my scholarships were for defense so when i got here um we only had one scholarship tight end like on the roster, Anthony Wiley. Yeah. And when uh Coach Houston and, you know, they asked me could I come play offense. They watched my film and they asked me could I come play offense. So then I came, switched over to offense. Then we also got Zach Bird from JUCO. So it was me, Zach Bird, Anthony Wiley, and we was just battling it out. And but originally, yeah, I was recruited for defense. I was coming to play DM, but I wasn't going like my freshman year, I probably wouldn't have seen the field. You know, they, we had Kendall Futrell and the Chance Purpose, all those big guys. So I did what I had to do to see the field, play some special teams, and yeah, it was a success. It was a success. I'm about to look up the numbers. So Jeremy had, let's see, eight catches. I'm gonna say, how many did Xavier Smith have? Who had more know. catches? I'm gonna look that up know. right now. <laughs> X, I forgot X play. I know it shows you how far this team a, has come. Yeah, right? X had a yeah. big play versus UConn one year. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and now that tight end room we just talked to Ryan Jones uh, is stacked. Crazy. You get to stacked see it now. Yeah. You know, I'm, it was, I don't know. I was so happy. Like, because I know I, I, I was doing what I had to do to you know, make the team successful, but I didn't I didn't love tight end. You know what I'm right. saying? I, it wasn't me. You know, it didn't feel natural. Like, once I switched over to defense, everything was more natural. Like, I was able to see the game at a high level. Like, I was able to just go out there and play, not think as much. So, seeing um, getting those guys, you know, Shane, Aaron, Ryan, those guys, oh, yeah. It was a big help. You got some big battles. Holden uh, and other guys talked about it earlier. A lot of uh, fall camp coming up is good on good. And the way that this offensive line has been retooled, the D-line looks stacked. Like, there's going to be some great battles coming up in fall camp. And- oh, yeah. We, we always go at it. You know, I like to – they know I, I like to talk my trash. I'm, I'm a real big junk talker. So, we always go at it. And, you know, you get to line up against guys like Noah Henderson and Bailey Malavis coming back. He's He's – he's good and then Ryan Jones and Shane you get to go against those guys and it's going to be real real good for everybody matter of fact it's going to be real good for everybody we get to see that good on good because that's what we're going to see all year like Coach Houston says every team we play we feel like we can go out there and win but you also can go out there and lose 
So you just can't take nobody for granted. So every rep you get, when it's good on good, you got to give it 100%. You've been around this team for a while, Jeremy. How much better do you think this team is, uh, especially kind of conditioning-wise, because you just got out of summer conditioning. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you see the, the size, strength, and speed of this team versus when you first got here? Oh, it's way better. Like, Big John's, Big John's the truth. Like, I remember my freshman year, matter of fact, we played NC State first game of the season. We might have lost that game, but we didn't have a single player cramp fall out, get hurt, get injured, and NC State probably had like 10. And it was like 100 degrees out there. So, like, even, like, Big John's always had us, like, right, but we much better. Like, it's the physicals haven't really changed, but, like, mentals, like, bonding to the process, learning the schemes, uh, listening to Coach Houston, doing what he says, and it has very much made us way more successful. I asked uh, Ryan Jones about the Oklahoma Heat compared to the Eastern North Carolina Heat. It's nothing new for you. Oh, no. You bet. Because when you said cramps, I think about those early weeks of high school football, man. Oh, you yes. got guys dropping every oh, play. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get used to it, Jeremy? The the oh, yeah. heat? You, you do? Yeah, I'm used to it now. Like back in high school, um, it was plenty of times where the athletic trainer come on the field and was like, yeah, it's heat index. You guys got to go inside. And we'll stay out there for an extra five, ten minutes, you know what I'm saying? And so we we was at we was I'm used to that heat. Like you go out there on that turf field, you see the heat waves on the ground. <laughs> Just used to it by now. So yeah, it's 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 hot, but I mean I'm used to it. What is that true if you eat uh bananas that helps yeah, prevent I, cramping oh yeah i think that's true you say bananas mustard pickles but i just stick to bananas because i can't stand mustard or pickles yeah i hate those but yeah shotgun and just straight mustard yeah, i don't yeah, know i think crazy. i'd rather have a cramp almost i did try some pickle juice one time out of the yeah. jar you know if you get like the pickles in the jar it leaves that juice i was like you know what they say it's good for you mm. i tried to take a swig of it how drunk were you when no, you were totally sober? It was like one morning. I was like, I'm going to try this. You start chugging juice. some pickle juice? How'd yeah, it go just, for you? Uh, it's terrible. It's, it's, terrible. Ter- it's awful. It's I, I don't think I could barely like get a shot, You know, like a little shot glass. But I bet you didn't cramp up all day. It worked. No, I'm going to stick to bananas too. <laughs> it was not good, but I've heard people that drink, they say pickle juice is good for you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, but the problem is getting it down. All right, speaking of bananas, let's get to a weird question from uh, from Chad. Um, or actually, this is an old question we asked the baseball guys. First of all, here, first question, mayo or Miracle Whip? What do you prefer? Mayo. All right. How about, have you ever had a banana sandwich? Uh, please don't tell me you saying <laughs> mayo, banana bread. Yeah. That, that know, is a I thing. never had a banana sandwich. <laughs> have you ever put peanut butter on a Yeah, I've, now that's a banana sandwich. Butter, that's a banana sandwich. Yeah, okay, all right. That was peanut butter question. banana is a legit sandwich. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a sandwich. So, yeah. Now look, I'm, banana from, and mayo is I'm from Winterville. I was born in Winterville. I have had a banana sandwich with mayo, Jerry. No, I'm, mm. I would never. Just be life. happy it never got in your household. <laughs> I thank my mom. She never made me try that. Your parents hated you, Cliff. I guess so. Maybe it was a punishment, yeah. and I just didn't remember. Uh, there you go. All right. So um, let's see. Any other odd questions for? Uh, so who'd you grow up? But who's your NFL team? You got a team? Uh, Tom Brady's my NFL. <laughs> so I you just follow him? Go, yeah. Grew up New England. Well, Tom Gronk is my favorite player, but since he's retired now, I have to go with Tom. You think Brady he'll come just, back though? I nah. think as he retired, so he doesn't have to do camp and I, yeah, I think <laughs> save some done. games. He'll come in like halfway through the season. I think that's what done. I think. 
<laughs> Tom Brady's going to bring him in halfway through the season. Mark, mark my word. <laughs> so when you were, I remember, you know, seeing you on uh, Touchdown Friday and stuff, just catching jump balls, basically. Oh, yeah. Were you, is that who you were picturing out there? You were Gronk yeah, out there? Yeah, that that's my dog. That's my. That's one of my favorite players, uh, Rob Gronkowski and Julio Jones. When I, back when I was receiver days, I really tried to study those guys, put those guys together. Well, now you got Julio with Brady. So yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just happened last week. Jeremy, when you're not playing football, what do you what do you like to do for fun? Oh man, well I got I got three beautiful daughters. I like hanging out with those, hanging out with them. Uh, I play video games a lot, and I play basketball. Like in my high school, we won a state championship in basketball my senior year. So mm-hmm. it was basketball has always been like it was my first love. You know what I'm saying? Until I figured out I was way better in football, but it was basketball. Yeah. Coach Cherry's got a dynasty out oh, there, yeah, don't he? Oh, he's, he's best. Me, he's probably the best in North Carolina. I don't high school coaching. He's legit, legit. And I don't think he ever had a losing season, and probably never will. Never uh, will. All right, next time Xavier Smith talks junk to you, Jeremy, let him know that you have one more catch than he does <laughs> and one more touchdown. Yeah, so you sir. you had eight and a touchdown. Xavier Smith had seven, no touchdowns. One more. <laughs> there you go. One more. So you yeah, got the uh, the final card on that one when he says something to you. I got him. <laughs> uh, I'm just glad both of y'all are on defense oh, now. Yeah. I'll say that. Most definitely. And, and yourself, we talked to Miles, Xavier, uh, very veteran defense too and, and that D-line has come from kind of nowhere to now a strength on the team so how about that what are the I guess expectations for this defense this year oh yo shut down defense it's, it's just simple we play together as a team everybody everybody knows their job and knows everybody else's job so like you just you buy into Coach Harrell you listen you study you meet you, you take notes and then you take what you knowing the meetings out into the field and just execute. So, like, if everybody executes, we're going we're gonna to be very much successful. Jeremy, you got your hands full, though, just in, in preseason camp with this ECU offense because you got Holt Naylor's coming back, who you know, oh, yeah. who's been here forever. Yeah. Uh, two weapons that we've talked, you know, between uh, Rajay and Keaton. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, a deep receiver room now. Uh, Ron Jones, who we just talked to a tight end. And this beefed-up offensive line I keep hearing about, you guys got uh, – th- this will be a test – for oh, you yeah. just to stop ECU in practice. Yeah, it, it, it'll definitely be a test, you know. But I do think we will come out on top. Like, <laughs> you know, I just, I just feel like our defense is so. It's, it's, it's we've just built like, and we haven't lost much. Like you, you losing Jaquan McMillan was like, you can't you can't replace that. But everywhere else, I felt like we were too deep. Like we was too deep. You can you can one guy can go out, another guy can go in and and put the same exact numbers, make the same exact plays, and like. You can't you can't really do nothing about that, and us being veter- us being like a veteran defense and having the knowledge of the game that we got, we're gonna I feel like we're gonna be successful. And then going against Houghton and those guys, you know, I feel like we played we went against it so much we'll know what's coming. Just just even a little bit we'll know what's coming. You know, you got to have that IQ that okay it's day one install. They're not gonna come out running too many plays, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the first day out here. We yeah. got some freshmen out here, some new dudes out here. Dudes ain't played all summer, you know what I'm saying. Remember Tech Mobile, Troy? Oh, when yeah. you hit, if you're on defense and you hit the play they're running, you yeah. just like get them five oh, yards. Yeah. Final. That's what they're gonna be doing. <laughs> exactly. Day one. Yeah, you like the early days of camp. <laughs> oh, yeah, early days. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, you said that there is an art to trash talking. You said you like it. You're you're good at it. Who else? Uh, who are the other best talkers on the team? Oh, Xavier Smith. 
me oh, and, that is and, and me, yeah. me I could have guessed that one. On that defense, and me and X, we tag team. We talk the most junk. We don't. We just just go at people's necks. And then on the offensive side, oh my God, Ryan Stubblefield. Uh, Ty Jackson, CJ, of course. CJ is a menace. <laughs> but, Wait, yeah. Ryan Stubblefield? You don't oh, hear a lot of quarterbacks yeah, talking. Stubb. What's he saying to you? Stubb talks. Because Stubb, you know, Stubb, people underlook Stubb. Right. Stubb is a great player. Stubb is amazing. Stubb can get out there. He'll complete a pass and he'll look. <laughs> like, ball still be in the air. He'll look at his defense like, yeah. Like, Stubb's a great player, man. <laughs> but he, he he lets you know. Like, he lets you know he's a great player. But me and X on that defensive side of the ball, we're probably talking the most, John. How how far in your eyes has Mason Garcia come at quarterback? Oh, a lot. But, like, far. Because a lot, a lot of people think he's the most talented quarterback in that room. But it's just all about being up here. Right. And you can see the progressions that he's made, like, Throughout the spring, the spring he made a whole lot of plays. Some he's made. He, when I'm pretty sure this summer he's gonna make a whole lot of plays. And like him just maneuvering through the offense, you can see him. You can see him looking looking away from his first read to his second, his third, and his fourth. And like he's progressed big time. And I can't wait to see him be a QB one. All right, uh, a question from John. You mentioned it earlier, Troy. Right now, no school, so you guys are just football players. That's yeah. what you're focusing on. But there is school coming up. Uh, do you have a class this semester you're looking forward to seeing? class I'm looking for mm. probably not because I, I probably do I just haven't even looked at my uh, schedule it's yet. football so, right now you know what I'm saying <laughs> okay. I haven't looked at my schedule yet but you know education is a big part of big part of me and like my mom she didn't play that like you had to bring good grades home so every I always just try to keep my grades up you know gotta keep my GPA high you know that's that's first what's your uh, major oh communication okay good deal well, uh, you communicated well with us today, Jerry. Yeah, that was great. good stuff. That was great fun. I uh, appreciate you joining us, man. We'll get to know more of you throughout the season, talk more football with you. Uh, but thanks for joining us today. We'll talk to you next Monday. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, Jeremy Lewis joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. When we return, we'll hear from Rajay Harris, the running back of the Pirates, will join us on the Dell Corp. As we roll on, Pirate Radio Live, back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's uh, head back into PRL. Here is Cliff Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. It is August. You know what happens in August? Football season. Football happens in August. I'm excited. Are y'all excited? We have football this week. There is a football game on Thursday. Urban, and you're excited. Urban Meyer versus John Gruden. I don't know about that, man. Oh, no? Oh, darn. That would have been the matchup last year, but... Doug Peterson versus Josh McDaniels. There was emails. There was leaning up against the bar with a 
young blonde yeah in a lap and just things happen unfortunate right? events those for things, both co- for both coaches those things happen uh yeah uh, the hall of fame game coming up thursday night so we'll have uh football on i'm in a, a, a fantasy football draft that is going on so like it's it's kind of here ecu will uh, begin practice on wednesday i think it's too late to do it but i think next year we need to start the idea that you said i think we need to have a watch party kind of like we do for the super bowl for the hall of fame game get off get all of our buddies around have wings chips and salsa you know finger foods and treat it like it's the super bowl and hang out because really you'd almost rather just treat the super bowl like you do the hall of fame game watch it like alone because the Super Bowl sometimes at a party you miss some of the game. There's a lot going on. A lot of socializing, talking. Really, you should have your party for games that don't matter, like the Hall of Fame game. We need to start a Hall of Fame game party. I say we start it ne- next year and start planning for it. Why can't we do it Thursday? I feel like it's too late to plan. What? How many days do you need to plan? What do you got to plan? I don't know. I feel like we need to do it right and you need to plan it out all right now i'm a big planner too i don't like to do things right off the cuff <laughs> i never knew that about you chandler big time they call you plan man plan man chan the plan, plan man. Uh, chan the plan man <laughs> all right chan the plan man uh, but hey look if you're down to do it thursday let's do it nah we don't have time it's over that'll be tough we'll wait till next year go ahead and start uh practice uh preparing today for next year I, I am and we'll be ready to go week zero by the way is the thing and that is coming up in the month of august so there are only wow there are only three saturdays left with no football that's crazy to believe that is i mean we folks have almost made it we have all we're almost there uh, bon jovi said we're halfway there we're way over halfway there we are almost there almost there all right let's uh let's continue on in the Delcor Players Lounge, Delcor has been the trusted HVAC and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for residential and businesses for over five decades. When it comes to cooling, heating, plumbing, you can always rely on the service professionals at Delcor for any size job. Call Delcor today, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. Earlier today, uh, Rajay Harris dropped by the Pirate Radio Studios, and I chatted with him. Great to have the Pirate running back back, and uh, let's hear how that sounded. All right, inside the Delcor Players Lounge with East Carolina running back Rajay Harris joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live, an old veteran at this. Rajay, how you doing, man? Welcome back. I'm great, man. I've never been better. How about yourself? Never been better. I like to hear that, <laughs> man. I'm looking forward to some football. Uh, y'all are about to do the hard work, and we're going to sit here and talk about it. But you got some hot days coming up, but hope, some, hopefully some fun days, right? Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. I'm looking forward to everybody coming out and just playing, playing together. Uh, looks like you're in good shape. So uh, tell us about this summer, Rajay, getting with Big John, uh, getting out there, working with your teammates. How's this offseason and, and this summer been for you? Uh, Big John always do a good job with us, you know, just working on our bodies, um, getting slimmer, getting toned up, getting stronger, um, getting faster even. And, then, you know, the team just bought in this summer and, you know, everybody ready to go. As far as we, we know kind of about your strength drills, as far as getting faster, what can you do training-wise, uh, drill-wise to, to get faster? Uh, a lot of lateral work, um, a lot of jumping, a lot of stuff like that, just to increase your speed, increase your like, you know, your leg, your leg strength, and you know, hips. A lot of stuff like that gets you stronger. But really, mentally, you know, eating right, doing all the little things right, it's, it all gonna come together. 
as you go into year three now how much has that part of your your game i guess improved as far as the eating as far as the knowing the, the hydrating all that stuff you probably didn't know it as a freshman as much mm. as you do now right well when i first came in i never really like you know paid attention to all that you know i drunk sprite ate <laughs> mcdonald's and stuff like that but now it's kind of like you know last season was kind of like a you know you got to eat right you got to drink water you got to you know mentally prepare your body you know for these hot days so you know this off season i really took it serious like really really took it serious and uh, it done paid off i got stronger and i got faster you know uh, I got toned up a little bit more. Um, I'm just feeling feeling my best right now. Rajay Harris joining us. And, uh, Rajay, the last time you were out on the field, uh, played against Cincinnati, unfortunately didn't get the bowl game in. So is that still like, a, hey, you made it to a bowl game, seven-win season, congratulations, but you still wanted that experience, right? Is that something you're looking forward to this season? Oh, yeah, we're never satisfied, man. We we wanted to play that game, and y'all know we wanted to play that game, and Shoot, we're we going to get back there. You know, we want a conference championship. We want to win a conference championship. And that's just been a motto. That's just been what we, you know, we plead into. Uh, I talked to Holden Aylers a lot this offseason. He's done a lot of throwing, a lot of training, things like that. What, what can you do as a running back and the other guys on offense? How much have you gotten together and, and gotten with the team and, and worked, you know, maybe even when coaches aren't around? It's really like four to five times a week we work with Houghton, get that relationship. Cause we got a lot of new guys. You know, we got a lot of new receivers on the outside. And, you know, we always need that chemistry. Even in the backfield, we need that chemistry with Houghton. Houghton got to trust us, and we got to trust Houghton. Uh, you got some guys behind you in Keaton right now with uh, with Pop, who returns for another year. Heard a lot about Marlon Gunn. You got uh, Camaro coming in as well. So seems like a pretty stacked backfield. How have you guys kind of gelled together? You'll gel a lot more coming up in the coming days. But how about this offseason, uh, that, that backfield? See, when we first met them, we, we let them know, you know, we're family. So whatever I have to do, whatever I have to say to you is never to hurt you, is never to harm you. It's always just to bring you up. So ever since, you know, we first met them they got the little jitters out you know the first day they weren't talking they weren't you know acting like a family but now it's like you know we've been knowing each other forever and you know you know me and keaton up front we done been here we trying to establish like you know leadership in our room so they following and they doing a they doing a heck of a job you came in and played very early in your career and, and probably were a little afraid to maybe speak up just because you were the new guy on the block how about turning into a leader i mean you've played so much you've been kind of in the front and center so you've kind of had to take over that role and it sounds like you're doing a pretty good job of it yes sir uh when i first got here i didn't really you know i talked i had relationships but i wasn't a vocal leader i wasn't the one that you know broke it down or you know stand up in a, in a team meeting and say something but now it's kind of like that's what i have to do that's what god wants me to do especially to that running back room because you know we got young guys in there we have guys that ain't played much so it's always good to have that leadership and let them know that you know just because you're young that don't mean you won't play one percent right and uh every day (laughs) you preach that and uh you preach it to other folks what does that mean to you rajay the one percent you're always putting out there every day one percent really just means just being the best you can be every day no matter if it's on the football field you've been a father and you just been a you know a great worker in life it's just you chasing that one percent every day Rajay Harris joining us in the Pirate Radio studios, getting ready for fall camp. So what are these next few days uh, like for you, Rajay? I guess practice is Wednesday, is that right? Mm -hmm. What's uh, the rest of Monday and Tuesday look like for you? Today I'm going to rest a lot today, you know, to get my body prepared. Uh, Tomorrow we have a team meeting at 1 o'clock. Well, we check in tomorrow and then team meeting and team run. Then a little, little bit of meetings and then, you know, 
Wednesday. It's time to work. I know in the NFL, there's like conditioning tests and stuff like that. Is there mm-hmm. any tests you guys have to do before you take the field? Yeah, we already had our conditioning test before we left um, to go on a little break before camp. But tomorrow we will run together as a team um, just to get a little, you know, a little run in with the team. But yeah, it is conditioning test though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, what is it? Is your conditioning test you have to take here? Like, is it's kind of it's kind of like shuttle blocks. So, uh, you know, you might have to do a 25 back like three times or you might have to do full fills a couple times. It's, it's not really that bad, but it's, it's work. It's work. Not bad for you. Uh, bad for us uh, <laughs> if we had to go out there and do that. Yeah, it's a different story. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Harris joining us. Uh, NC State on the docket. Always fun to open up. And, and, man, Mike Houston's had some tough openers since he's been here. And you've played in some tough openers since you've been here. No different this year with uh, the Wolfpack coming into town. I know Coach Houston said you'll start focusing on them in a couple weeks, I guess. But uh, how, how much have you kind of looked at the schedule, see what's coming up, and uh, and then looked at your opponents? Um, when, this, when the schedule drops, I start looking at it, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, NC State, that's going to be a, a big-time game here. Um, hope all the Pirate fans come out. Uh, we ready for them. You know, I know they're a big team, but – Shoot, we ready. We ain't, we ain't backing down for nothing. You recognize guys uh, on that roster, guys on the local schools you play that you might have seen in high school, grew up with, things like that? Any, any of those guys uh, over there? Not really. I know I that played, came up last year with South Carolina we yeah, talked about. I played um, one person that I know of that goes there. He plays corner. Um, his name Mario. Uh, he played at Huff High School in Charlotte. But uh, other than that, I really don't know anybody. <laughs> Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, uh, let's talk about what uh, what fall camp is going to be like. How different is, are those practices from, from spring and even in-season practices? Is fall the toughest time for you yeah, guys? Yeah, it, it, it really is. But, uh, you know, I tell the young bucks all the time, it's just another practice. But deep down, it's just a lot of – it's a lot of energy from Coach Houston, you know, to start the practice off. So you might have like three on three at the beginning of the practice just to start it off. Um, a lot of meeting times, a lot of meeting times. Uh, like I tell everybody, I leave home probably about six and won't be back to about nine. <laughs> you know, I have to do a lot of treatment in between uh, meeting times and, you know, lunch or dinner. I just, you know, you got to take care of your body during this time. It's going to be a, a very, very very important time to take care of your body as far as you know meeting and that film room and that stuff what are you looking at when you're watching film uh on yourself and then on on the opponent i always look at the d-line uh the linebackers and the safeties you know uh coach foster done did a real really 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 great job with teaching me and keaton and the rest of the running backs like how to in- identify the coverages um who's coming on the blicks just little stuff like that just to get us well educated before the play even you know, start. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, how about uh, what's behind Holton Aylers? How long, how much has Mason Garcia come along since your time here uh, in Greenville? Well, everybody knows Holton's a great leader. Uh, so you having a great leader in front of you that's teaching you everything that you need to know, you're going to, you don't got no choice but to look good out there. So, you know, big plus to Mason this spring. Looks very good in the weight room, strong as ox. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's just crazy just seeing how much he done developed since freshman year when we came in, and you know, he got a bright future. He when bright when future. it does go from Holden to Mason, it's one big boy for another one, right? He, oh, yeah. He's a big fella. <laughs> he's a big fella. We in great hands. We in great hands. <laughs> All right, I got a. Uh, let's see some off the wall questions. Let's ask one from Chad. Uh, 
Let's see. Do you like mayo or Miracle Whip on your sandwich? Mayo, most definitely. All right, here's an interesting <laughs> one. I don't know how they do it in South Carolina, at, mm-hmm. at, but so when you think about a banana sandwich, are you putting <laughs> peanut butter on the sandwich or mayo on the sandwich? Peanut butter. Okay. Peanut butter. You ever? You've never done the mayo? I never done any of it. But <laughs> hey, I, I would want to put peanut butter on my sandwich. All right, fair enough. Rajay, how many uh, third graders do you think you could beat up at one time if they were all coming after you? Mm. <laughs> like my little brother just running at me, man. I don't know. How many of your little brothers could you beat up? Oh my gosh, probably about two or three at a time. <laughs> hey, they aggressive already. <laughs> aggressive, probably cheating. Yeah, hitting where they're not supposed to. Yeah, all kinds definitely. of stuff. Definitely. Rajay, uh, let's talk about your uh, your Niners for a moment. Uh, it's official. They they're making the move to Trey Lance. Yeah. So I guess Jimmy G should be traded at some point before the season starts. But mm-hmm. how you feeling about your uh, your Niners heading into the season? I'm feeling pretty good actually. Everybody keeps saying about the quarterback situation, but it's, it's time to give him a shot. It's time to get Trey Lance a shot. Um, I seen they gave Debo yeah. the new contract, so that's a big congrats to the eight six four man. But uh, you know, I'm just ready to see them ball out this season, man. I'm, I think the offense gonna look real good this year. Tough division, but man, uh, a great coach. They like Lance. Debo's back and happy, so uh, I think a lot to be excited about out there. Who you like? I think I don't know, Washington. Washington uh, Not a big Carson Wentz guy. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> but hey, you like them more than the Cowboys, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. My mom liked the Cowboys. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. There is always, no matter where, no matter how old, there's always a Cowboys fan yeah, in the vicinity. Somewhere. <laughs> One, two just left. Mike Houston oh, and Brian Bailey man, earlier today. Right. I bet that gets annoying, don't yeah, it? Definitely. Until y'all uh, beat them in the playoffs, right? What'd you say to Coach Houston after the Niners beat the Cowboys? The he don't play? even he don't even look my way when we beat them. <laughs> he don't look my way because he know I'm gonna say something. He know I'm gonna say something. I like that. Rajay Harris joining <laughs> us. Uh, Rajay, good stuff, man. What uh, what'd you do this summer off the football field? Anything cool? Uh, I had a camp. Um, I had a camp. I had about, right. a, about 100 kids that came out to my camp. I mean, that was just a great experience, man. I just, you know, back in Spartanburg, there's a lot of violence and stuff that's going on right now. So, you know, taking the kids away from that, you know, I know a lot of kids, they probably grew up in the hood or grew up where their parents went there their whole life. So just coming out just to talk to them about real life stuff, you know, outside of football is just it was just amazing, man. That's awesome because they you you can use this platform. Kids look up to you and uh, and they listen to what I know. When I was a kid, I listened to what ECU and pro athletes said. So yes, sir. Uh, keep doing it the right yes, way, sir. man. That's good stuff. Yes, sir. Rajay Harris joining us. Rajay, uh, we will talk to you again next week. Uh, survive this first week, you'll be fine. And <laughs> yes, then uh, and we'll talk to you next week, man. Yes, sir, I appreciate you. All right, that's uh, my chat with Rajay Harris from earlier today. Always upbeat, always in a good mood, and. Uh, in great shape getting ready for fall camp excited to have him back on board we got xavier smith coming up in just a moment but uh shirley rhodes why don't we make somebody a winner uh, on today's show booty 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 everywhere booty 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 everywhere all righty 317-1250 you've been winning all day listening to these interviews with the players but now we'll give you something tangible that you can hold and use what is that shirley rhodes how about a 15 dollars gift card to aj mcmurphy's how about it you can uh come out on a wednesday night and play some sports trivia and join us at aj mcmurphy's wednesday nights at eight or go on your own time enjoy some great food pirate beverages and live entertainment what call are you looking for 12 all right call 12 317-1250 we're back with x xavier smith when we return after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. And congratulations to Jeff Dover of Greenville. Picked up a $15 gift card courtesy of A.J. McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and fun is uh, A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock on Wednesday nights. A.J.'s has live music on Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an A.J.'s day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Jeff Dover wins early in the month, lies in the weeds for 29, 30 days. Pops back up on the first of the month again. Just it, it, like clockwork, Jeff Dover, a winner today. All right, uh, let's keep the chats rolling on the Delcor Players Lounge. Great to have it back here on a Monday. Been an awesome show and awesome to talk to the guys. A couple from last year, Holt Nailers and uh, Rajay Harris. Uh, but also getting to know some new guys like Keaton Mitchell, Miles Berry, Ryan Jones, Isaiah Winstead, Jeremy Lewis. And now we will talk to a uh, guy who we enjoyed speaking with last year, Xavier Smith, who joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line, the East Carolina linebacker. Xavier, great to have you back. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's good to be back. I told you guys I would, and I'm here. <laughs> I, w- I will say there were times last year where I wasn't 100% sure Xavier Smith will be back. Uh, but, Xavier, what led to your decision not to pursue other options and other uh, chances that you had and to come back for another year at East Carolina to uh, play one more season? Uh, well, you know, last year didn't go as expected. So, really, I'm just making the best business decision for myself, and that's to come back and play another year here. So. That's really all this it is to it. And when you say it didn't go like you planned, and Mike Houston and Blake Harrell talked about this, that you're going back to your role in, in the middle, right, at linebacker instead of rush in, which is where you're you're more comfortable, where you want to play. Is that right? Correct. I am going back to linebacker. I actually don't know what this year consists of, so i do whatever's help the team win. I always do. Yeah, I mean, that's what you've done. You've, uh, you, including playing tight end for a year, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you ain't going back there, though. We can guarantee that, right? Never that. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Put a pass. Never say never, I guess. But never say never. Yeah, but we don't plan on you being back on that side. Uh, Xavier Smith joining us, and that kind of shows you how how long you've been here, Xavier, and and how much better things have gotten with the team, with the program, with with the morale, with everything. Because you came in here some dark times early on, as far as the win loss record and attendance and things like that. But man, you've seen it. You've seen it build into something uh, a lot different, right? Yeah, for sure I did. Uh, I've definitely been here when things weren't as they should be. You know, there's a lot of things that go into those. And, you know, that you know, outside looking in, a lot might not understand. But, 
you know, it's definitely been a, a good change. It's been a positive change for me and my life. It's been a positive change for a lot of my teammates. So that's all we can ask for is, you know, just support where support is needed. Support has been given. So, Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, you're part of the leadership group for this team now. And, and we talked about it last year with DJ Ford. It seemed like he came in and immediately fit in with everybody formed bonds and became part of the team just talking to Rajay earlier sounds like the new running backs have been able to do that you you brought in some guys in the secondary receiver and and that's important not only what they do on the field but how they fit in with you guys right so you know how how much responsibility do you take to to welcome them in make sure that they are you know here for the right reasons want to be the part of the team and can uh, assimilate with you guys I mean who who comes here that's out of my control but as far as in making them feel included, that's not even a responsibility because just how the team operates, it's just natural. You know, we want everyone to feel comfortable. We want everyone to feel welcome. So that's all. Well, I can only speak for myself. That's what I try to do. I try to make everyone feel welcome, comfortable, get to know everybody because I feel like that's important for players and coaches, you know, to know your players. So I get try to know them and help them out, see what they need and things like that. That's natural. People love that. And not a lot of people get that, but it's not a hard thing to do. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, you've seen improvements each and every year with the record. Uh, how does that get even better in 2022? That's kind of a broad question, but I know you're taking care, controlling what you can control as far as the team goes. How could they improve even more, get even more wins in uh, 2022? Um, I think the only answer I could tell you is to focus on each day, you know, Control what you can't control. There's a lot of little things that go on each day that you need to do that's easy not to do that add up to <laughs> what we want to do this year. So it's important that, you know, all the guys listening to this, even if my teammates are listening to this, we got to lock in this year. You know, treat this differently. Whatever we didn't do last year, do those things this year because we all have those regrets and things we know we couldn't do. So this year, those things, let's work on them and try to get them done. Good advice there from Xavier Smith. It is one day at a time, and you got some hot, uh, probably grueling days coming up, right, Xavier? These, what are these fall camp days like uh, compared to other times of the year? To be honest, I don't think I can remember. I know it's hot. I know we're tired. I know my legs be burnt. <laughs> I know I'll be exhausted, not knowing what day it is. But that's all part of the process, and we know it wasn't easy. So we know we signed up for it, but... You know, it's camp. It's football. And uh, I've been bringing this up a lot. A high school coach said it last week, and I thought it, he uh, – it was Kendrick Parker, coach at South Central, used to play college football at Elizabeth City State, and said that, you know, back then you show up to fall camp to get ready for the season. And he said, now, if you're not ready when you show up, you're going to be left behind. So on that note, what have you done this off season with Big John, uh, yourself, with your teammates, to make sure when you hit the field Wednesday that you're you're ready to go? Um, well, really, my path, my path this year is a lot different from a lot of guys because I, I got to do different things. I gotta, I'm got i trying to take care of my body. I'm trying to get my sorenesses out, get those worked out, and just do things better than I have done in the past. I'm just trying to be my best player. I'm trying to help my team win. I want to win so bad. So whatever I can do, I'm trying my best. Nobody's perfect. So, you know, I might have a couple slip-up days, but... Yeah, really just taking care of my body, uh, you know, getting the proper work in, knowing when to not do too much, knowing when to do just enough, knowing when to 
take a break and relax. And so I'm just focusing on being my best self. And I feel like everyone's doing that this year as well. And it's a, a long season, as you know, and you've had a long college football career already. So taking uh, taking care of that body is important. How about nutrition-wise? Rajay said year one for him, it was a lot of Sprite and McDonald's, and now he's learned a little bit better. So how about you, Xavier, as far as uh, nutrition, what you put into your body? Um, see, that <laughs> that all depends because we got, like I said, we got a lot of support, but, you know, not everyone the same. I'm a very picky eater. So, Rajay was Sprite in McDonald's. I don't know how he was doing that. <laughs> but mine was just really whatever was available. So, whatever there was, I will make do with what I had. And then I would maximize what the coaches give us, which is good food, multiple times to eat. So, I'll just take those foods home, pack them up, trying to do my best. Sometimes I slip up on the weekends. Everybody have fun. Everybody, you know, even if they want to eat on the weekends. So, I'm just trying to... Stay healthy. It's hard, but I've never been just consistently <laughs> sold in McDonald's. I always tried to, you know, put some good stuff in my body and still enjoy you know, <laughs> some good sweets. In. There you go. <laughs> Xavier, uh, man, lost some some veteran linebackers. Really enjoyed talking and getting to know Bruce Bivens last year. Aaron Ramsour was here for a while. Now you got mm-hmm. uh, two veteran linebackers on this team with yourself, with Miles Berry. How about the, the other guys that – you know, have bright futures here behind you and Miles. Who are who are those guys you're excited about for the uh, the future? I guess the, the future of Pirate football, but also that might see some time this year on the field. Yeah, I mean, guys I'm excited about. I'm really excited about all of our young guys because, shoot, like I said, I've been here for a while, so I get, I get to see these guys grow. I get to see these guys become better players. I get to see how, you know, things are – how they're moving different, how – when they learn from not listening, you know, sometimes you got to make them let their, make them, let them make their own mistakes. And I'm seeing a lot of guys, you know, Taylor, you know, Jacoby's not a young guy, but he's new to the program. So I'm excited about all the guys. We got chance. We got a whole lot of great players who can play. So it's not starters. It's everyone can play. We all help each other out. So everyone can really be the starter. Like that's basically what I'm trying to say. There's no one, man, I'm not better than anybody else. We all got our different, talents and contributes to the team i'm excited about everybody a lot of guys all the linebackers i love all and and that's a good answer because uh the pirates uh, coach houston the staff has done a great job of developing depth we see it of course on the o-line and d-line but but really at all spots and xavier that o-line and d-line looks a lot different now than it did when you first got here right oh yeah now the offensive defensive line that has changed drastically i can't Say that we got some good guys, talented guys. We always had good, talented guys, but we just got more depth behind that size and talent. So that's a good thing. Uh, I hope we just well. I'm gonna say I hope. I know we're gonna put it all together this year and you know, try to make things work because we all want to win. Xavier Smith joining us. Xavier, I uh, gotta ask you a fashion question because one day <laughs> you'll come in here with a, like a metal band shirt from the '90s, and then you got your uh, your not your Jeff Gordon shirt on. <laughs> what? Uh, so what? What's the fashion choice of today, uh, Xavier? What you rocking today? Right now, um, <laughs> walking outside with some white Crocs on and some black sweatpants. <laughs> That's it. I, it's usually some pajama sweatpants, a hoodie on. Everyone get matched up with hoodies during the summer. But I just like being comfortable. So <laughs> whatever I feel comfortable, that's what I'm going to wear throughout the day. 
Is that and I, I think it's awesome, just uh, the, the 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 stuff you wear. But uh, I don't know. How do you describe your your fashion sense, Xavier? If you could put it into words, uh, you just said comfortable. That's one word. What's another word you would use? Comfortable when I'm chilling, and then flashy when I need to be. All right, <laughs> flashy when I need to be. I like that. Uh, let's I see. Quote it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, put that on a, uh, a billboard. Uh, let's see. Xavier uh, got some uh, off-the-wall questions here from Chad. What uh, What's on your game day playlist? That's kind of a, a generic one, but uh, we'll ask you. What's, uh, what are you listening to game day? Ooh, see, that just changed because I just expanded my music taste a little bit more. So same way my shirts and stuff be changing, I've been dipping in a lot of new music and just learning new stuff. But this year... Really, you know, little songs that's good for the soul, you know. Still, I don't, I don't listen to country, you know, like that. Still rap. You know, I just listen to songs that good, got good messages, you know, relate to my life. So cause that's how I want to be motivated. But Xavier, what? Uh, listen to yeah, got to keep it fresh, just like the wardrobe. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, what uh, What did you do this off season away from football? Anything uh, you did fun or that you enjoyed away from from football? Um, I mean, I got a girlfriend now, and I'm I'm actually happy. So she's been taking up a lot of my time. I've been out the way, out the way, out the game, as everyone <laughs> says. So Xavier retired, y'all. Uh, that breaking news. He's out of the game. Okay. I am out the game. So, yeah, I'm just living my life, you know, figuring out each day by day. Good deal. Well, stay, uh, stay, well, keep her happy so you can stay happy, I guess, is the yeah, yeah. the advice I'll give you there. Xavier, uh, looking forward to talking to you all season long, man. We enjoyed you last year. You always made me chuckle, and I appreciate that. So, we'll keep this thing rolling and look forward to seeing you uh, back in studio soon, man. Yes, sir. I definitely appreciate you guys, too. ECU linebacker Xavier Smith back with us another year on the Players Lounge presented by Delcor. Let's take a break. We'll come back. So let's update you on the MLB trader, uh, pl- player trade deadline. Trade deadline. Would you like to buy a vowel? I've been talking a lot today. I need to get y'all more involved so I can take a break. Yeah, we we haven't really uh, talked that much today. We have been uh, enjoying the interviews, though. Chandler, I'm going to give you some homework because I know you like to plan. I don't want to put you on the spot. It's going to be tough. I want you to ask one question to every player next week. Okay. One question. Minimum. You can ask more. But uh, I want you I want to hear what you have to ask these guys. Okay. Everybody's tired of me asking the same old crap. I think you're doing a great job. How about you ask the same old crap? Why not? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll uh, update you on the MLB trade deadline and more. More to go after this. Rumble, 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to get the business services that are right for you for your business today. Contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank, located on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff Brock. Let the bass kick. Let the bass kick. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> what is he saying? I, I, Let the bass kick. Kick. Okay. He's not going to drop it. He's going to kick it. Fair enough. Yeah, I figure it's better to kick it than drop it. Trivia question for Studio B. Let's hear it. 23 years ago today, so we're talking 1999, this uh, relief pitcher. We were going to party? We were going to party. They were partying in the Big Apple, Shirley, and not the Windy City. Mm. Because this relief pitcher drove in the game-winning run in the top of the 13th inning and then struck out the final batter in the game to get the win over the Cubs in Wrigley Field. He has a famous son who is a professional athlete in a different sport named that pitcher. I'll give you more clues. His son is a quarterback. His son is a Super Bowl champion. Hmm. His son. Give me back my son. Give me back my son. First and last name. Same. Although the pitcher went by the shortened version of the first name. And he played for. You're better off just thinking about quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl recently because the pitcher, he was not, you know, a big time pitcher. Patrick Mahomes. Correct. Patrick Mahomes. So he went by Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes was the pitcher, yes, in question. Yeah, because Patrick, his mother prefers him to be called Patrick. That's right. If you call him Pat, she gets upset. Yep. Very upset. Very upset. All right. um, We're out of players. That was fun. That was fun. That it took out. us this long to run out of players. That's going to be a hell of a podcast, Shirley. <laughs> We're actually going to do two separate okay. podcasts that because it was just too many. <laughs> Good deal. So. I'm impressed by everybody, but I am very impressed by Miles Berry. What a great uh, conversation with him. Well, I forget, I forget how long he's been here, too. He's been here since, the what, 2018? I think we put a graphic out. And it was a picture of him back when, I guess, the hurricane came through. And I want to say we debuted these against Old Dominion and uh, wore the kind of the North Carolina and South Carolina combined with the logo. That was a long time ago. He's been here a long time. He's going to be a great leader for this ECU football program this season. I like the story about his recruitment, ECU or James Madison. Yeah. He was at the game, saw James Madison whoop East Carolina. And, and- Coach Weaver – called him and said hey watch us play and see how we play against east carolina sure enough mike houston's program they take down the pirates that day and then they have to call him and say hey don't flip because we're coming to coach east carolina 
what year was that 17 yes no i want to say 17 was a and t when was mike houston's first year uh 2019 okay so i want to say it was 20 no it was 2017 oh okay um because i'm trying to look at the full coaching staff to see so they have mike houston donnie kirkpatrick bob trott who ended up coming here yeah. roy twet roy i was gonna say twesh because the next one is byron tweet tweet roy tesh uh jeff hansen came here trip weaver the entire crew darrell sims drew dudzik fontel mines that was the coaching staff now some of those guys have moved on now mm-hmm. but he brought his entire staff here to ECU, so Miles Berry knew all those guys when uh, they took over here at East Carolina. Yeah, so, interesting, interesting recruiting story there. All right, um, let's see. Trade deadline. Trey Mancini is not an Oriole. He has been traded to the Tampa Bay Rays, I believe. I thought you said no, Astros. No, he's going to the Astros. Well, who did the Orioles trade to the Rays? Um, Seth Johnson. Okay. Oh, excuse me. The Orioles receive Seth Johnson from the Rays. The Rays get Jose Siri from the Astros. It was a three-team deal between the Orioles, Astros, and the Rays. So, so the Orioles get Seth Johnson from the Rays, and they also get uh, another pitcher, Chase McDermott from the Astros. The Astros get Trey Mancini. And Jaden Murray uh, gets sent from the Rays to the Astros. So, CD's in the NBA, not in Major League Baseball a lot. The three-team trade. And Seth Johnson, a name you just mentioned, he went to Campbell and was a top uh, top uh-huh. pick from Campbell a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Good good call there, Chan Man. Uh, Frankie Montez, Montez is a uh, New York Yankee. He goes to the uh, Yankees from Oakland. They also get Lou... Trevino, Trevino in that deal. So uh, we are still waiting on Juan Soto. By the way, we talked about this. We hadn't talked about it on the air. Alec Burleson has been scratched in the lineup. What two games in a row? Two days in a Correct. row. Correct. Yes. As he could be on the move, and if it is St. Louis and Washington, that means that Soto would be a Cardinal and. How about Burley becoming uh, part of the Nats? I would be so pumped, man. Well, and they're uh, probably in the last two hours, because uh, I've been keeping a very, very close eye, because, of course, the trade de- uh, deadline is tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. So I've been keeping a close eye on that. That the Rangers, the Texas Rangers, have expressed interest in Alec Burleson. So keep an eye on that, that there may be... Uh, now, I know with, as far as the Juan Soto trade, uh, the three teams that were mentioned were um, the Padres. Cardinals. The Cardinals and the Brewers. And I think the Padres have already bowed out because I think the Padres and the Brewers did a trade because I know Josh they, Hader yeah. just went, just got traded. They traded closers, Taylor yeah. Rogers and Josh Hader. Okay, so those two teams may be out. So the Nationals may be st- – it seems like they're the team that's left in play for that. Now, whether or not Alec Burleson is going to be part of that, that Juan Soto trade, it seems all the rumors and all the talk, uh, it seems that that's where he's going to go. 
but in the last two hours, the Texas Rangers have popped up in here uh, showing that they haven't expressed interest in him. So <clears throat> we'll keep a close eye on that. But right now, the heavy rumor mill as far as signs being pointed to one in one direction or the other is the Nationals. And if you're on Twitter, be careful because we got stumped this morning thinking yes. by a fake account oh. they're out there and that account's already been, been suspended by Twitter. It was almost immediately suspended. It, ca- it popped up on Twitter. I got excited there for a split second because the report was that Alec Burleson was a national in trade for Juan Soto. So I was very excited. But come to find out it was not the uh, actual person. I, Jeff, what is the... Uh, Passing. Passing. Yeah, and uh, props to CJ, Content Junkie. He caught it quick. Uh, he caught it really quick because just as soon as I said something about it, he said, wait a second, fake account. And just as soon as it went up, it came, you know, the account got suspended. Y'all so, got sacked. Y'all got yeah. ball sack sports. And got catfished. But, uh, you know. But <laughs> At least we didn't talk about it on our show. Like, we did. Uh, that ESPN show. That was funny. Yeah. But the, the good news is it seems like wherever there is an interest <clears throat> in Alec Burleson, it's, there's a lane for him to get called up to the majors. Uh, right now, he's kind of stuck in a logjam over in St. Louis. So wherever he's going is likely that he's going to wind up in the majors before the season's out. Shirley, let's get our last break in, uh, and then right after we leave you, the Brian Bailey Show's back, folks. Yep. So you can hear Brian Bailey and Mike Houston coming up at 6 o'clock on these airwaves. We'll close out Pirate Radio Live after this. Let the bass kick. Let the, let the bass kick. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Wrapping up a Monday edition, a Players' Lounge edition presented by Delcor of Pirate Radio Live. We're doing it each and every week here on Pirate Radio throughout the football season. So excited to have the Delcor Players Lounge back with us another year. Speaking of being back, Brian Bailey's back with the Brian Bailey Show. If you missed it at noon, you can download it or check it out on YouTube or Facebook anytime. Or you can just stick right where you are because it's coming up next right here on Pirate Radio. For Shirley Rhodes, the Chan Man, and the crew here, I am Cliff Brock. We'll see you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.